everybody to we geek podcast it's episode 120 my name is adam joined by my good friend logan hello what up and man uh want to first apologize about last week we, our schedules are just busy 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 um but we're back we're gonna be consistent from now on um and now that we've got some you know some stable now with with my schedule um but uh but dude how's your week been uh crazy you know just work work and what's that oh yeah more work <laughs> oh yeah man hell yeah so much work dude but <laughs> my schedule for the next two months is just crazy because of the holiday sure um, oh man yeah we had to yeah we've got a sign up sheet at work for uh for my uh theater job for like pick a shift for the holidays because you all said you'd work the holidays but you get to choose your shift and that went up a couple days ago and i'm like oh damn i gotta drive over there and look at the sheet and all the shifts i want are taken oh no that's <laughs> oh, terrible god damn so it's like well hang on just in case like these people don't show up or whatever let me just put like a slash next to their name and write mine in too like just in case right you know if you that's that's what i did for they have one up for thanksgiving and i was like okay well all the shifts pertaining to my job are actually taken but i don't have any plans so here i'll tell you what if you need me i'm this is what i can work if you don't need me nah, i'm not gonna be too broken up about it let's be honest right right exactly yeah dude yeah we have like mandatory overtime where i'm at so it's yeah oh man it's like hey pick make sure you add two extra days to your time this week what (laughs) oh man how is that what Uh, oh man yeah it's it's crazy so uh looking forward to that i'll (laughs) probably be adding a few extra hours each day so it's not one big day but um I don't know. It's it's going to be crazy, but you know I can't complain. Work is work is good. Um, and there's but the the one thing I can't complain about though is that there are so many games that I want to play and there's no time. Um, there's movies I want to see and no time. Oh my <laughs> god! Like it's going to be busy for you, especially you got Justice League this week, right? I got just oh god! I'm not looking forward to Thursday night. People are still seeing Thor. I need to go see Thor. I know we're going to talk about oh, it Oh, you haven't seen it yet. Damn. No, I know. Oh. Every chance that I went to go see it in – oh, man. Everything just fell through. It, it seemed like I made plans with somebody. We are going to go do it. Fell through. Okay, well, I'm going to go. And then someone else is like, yeah, let's go see it. Fell through. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to make plans with people. <laughs> I'm just going to go see it. So Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I, I – I, uh, I let my team down, but <laughs> but I, I will be seeing it. Uh, I'll be seeing that and Justice League this week. Um, oh, good luck. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. No, Justice League will be later this weekend. Um, hopefully we can see it early. I don't know. It's going to be busy, I know. Yeah. That's, yeah, Thor was, was my first introduction to, hey, here's what a fairly busy night looks like. 
Yeah. This, I imagine, will be worse in terms of right. more people, um, just because it's Justice League. You know, right. it's gonna it's gonna be big, regardless it's... of of buzz one way or another. It's still gonna be big. Yeah, and it's got pretty good buzz. I mean, a lot of the early reviewers that I've seen are like, "Hey, this is it's not as bad as Batman vs Superman." It's on the same level as fun for like Wonder Woman. So when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, okay, hey, it's not that doesn't sound too bad. No, um, I'd basic. I'd seen that they were they were mixed. That it was the idea oh. of like, hey, this movie's better than we thought it'd be. Hey, that's good. That's... I, and, and and here's the thing. Yeah, I'll take that. But also, isn't it kind of sad when you're like, how did they do for a Justice move Justice League movie? Well. It doesn't suck, right? Like that's, yeah, that's 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 sad. That's You're just sad. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, man. It the the thing about um, oh man, I, don't know, I lost my train of thought there. But uh, <laughs> but but uh, oh oh, I know what I was gonna say. The um, the complaints that I saw were mostly like way too heavy on cgi and stuff like that and that's that that's what i saw in the trailer i was like whoa this is a lot of cgi yeah like aquaman is just flying around and there's nothing real around him it looked way too fake um but you know i don't know the reviews i read i was like yeah that's the the feelings that i read from them were the exact feelings i got from the trailer and like oh this could be cool like there's probably some really cool moments in it um but it's probably spread out like 20 minutes a piece <laughs> yeah so, probably so we'll see we'll see um but of course i'm sure we'll, you know we'll both see it i i i, I really want to see thor like this is the one that just looks hilarious and it looks right up my alley and it's so uh, it's so funny it's yeah. it's hilarious i i was if if they're ending if they're kind of ending marvel films after trilogies which has kind of been what it seems like they're doing. Like every character gets their trilogy and then yeah. their standalone films are done. This was a magnificent note for Thor to go out on. It's That's good. it's absolutely the best Thor film by leaps and bounds. It's one of the best Marvel films. Hands that's down. It's it's phenomenal. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and that's the the, oh, the, man. the cameos are amazing. They got. I know how they got one. I'm amazed they got the other one though. It's astonishing. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, because I I know that John Cena is in this, but don't tell me how or why or whatever. But I knew that was one cameo they announced. So I'm 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 pretty pumped to see who else is in it. Um, okay, I'm gonna say this and be completely serious about it. I'm not making a joke. I didn't see him. Really? I'm not kidding. <laughs> like I'm not making a joke. I really didn't. I wonder if they cut him. I completely forgot about that until you said it because I did not. And it could have just been that I missed it. I got to look. Let me look and see. Like, was he himself in it? Are you? It does sound like you're making a joke. I, I know it does, but I'm really not. I don't remember him at all. He was, yeah, they, they put him in the film. You know, maybe he was in prosthetic and stuff like that. I, I've got to see who, like, if he played a character or see, or what. Because I... I, I, I when they announced him and they wouldn't say what role he was playing, we talked about how funny it would be if, like, they came to Earth to get the world's greatest hero and they saw on television that the, the world champion was John Cena. Yeah. And they plucked him and put them into this tournament thingy um, 
I don't know. I thought that would have been hilarious if he was like, wait a second, I'm not like, it's a, uh, it's you know, it's scripted. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I thought I thought that'd been funny, but I guess it's just not even a point in the movie. So I I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't remember him. I really don't. I've got yeah, I've got to look because I I honest to God I don't remember him in it. I figured he'd be part of like the gladiator type stuff. Um, I, that's what I would have thought too, but I didn't like. I don't. I really didn't see him. Well, well, I'll, I'll definitely uh, when I go check it out. I might just go today. I might just say fuck it. I'm, in, you know, I don't know. Well, I'll probably go see it later today, um, and I'll I'll take a look. I'll I'll look uh, for him. Um, but man, there's there has been a lot of video games that have come out and a lot of news. Um, yeah. Um, have you been playing it? Before we get into all the news and stuff, have you been playing anything? Um, I played the new Call of Duty, um, and it was good. I actually really, I really liked it. I love it. Yeah. And I, you know, before going into it, we, we talked about, at least I have, like, I'm all about the single player. I step into the multiplayer and I suck. Yeah. Um, (laughs) this I don't, I don't know why. I don't know how it happened. Uh, when I'm playing with my friends, and I'm not trying to brag because I suck at multiplayer games. First-person shooters especially, I'm at the bottom of the list every multiplayer game. Like uh, be- like Destiny and stuff like that. But with this, 70% of the time, I'm all the way at the top You know, in, uh, of, the, of the list. My KD, it, it's okay, but it's nowhere as bad as Destiny. And... It has me loving the game. I don't know how it's happening, if that makes sense. I'm terrible at first-person shooters. (laughs) But for some reason with this one, I'm doing much better. I don't know if it's the quick – because it's a lot faster than than Destiny. Destiny is like a bullet sponge where this is like – Tot, 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 dead or two shots or whatever and you're you're gearing up and you're you're putting on your attachments and – I have I am one level away from uh, prestiging in the game. Nice. I've prestiged my weapon f- twice. Uh, I've prestiged two weapons twice, and I've prestiged infantry four times. That's how crazy I've been into Call of Duty. Damn. This last week. <laughs> yeah, like it is insane. Um, <clears throat> I've been absolutely loving. It. I've unlocked all these different outfits. Soviet Union outfits and all these just random, um, like a train conductor outfit uh, from back then. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I have played thirty minutes of the single player. Oh, because the single player was awesome. Like I never, I never touched the multiplayer. I feel like someone is Freaky Friday with me and taken over my body <laughs> because this is not me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm all about the single player, but. For whatever reason, I it, it, I got the game, um, and none of my friends had it that that I usually play with the group, and they were playing Destiny, and the, the the whole night they were just complaining about how Destiny has fallen off, and they feel like they're they're not going anywhere with it, and the, the multiplayer is broken, um, you can't really snipe in that game, like just, they're just complaining, complaining, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm having fun with Call of Duty, this is a blast. And like in like three days, they all went and got it, nice. and we, and we've just been having a ball with it. Now I don't know how long it's going to last. You know, I don't know if it's going to have the same kind of uh, legs that something like Destiny has, but 
I liked it so much I got the the the, the whatever the, the expansion the the season pass oh really I, okay oh yeah I want more maps I want more stuff I'm unlocking all this crazy stuff I know that right now there's no you don't pay for loot boxes I'm sure that's gonna come sure. eventually <laughs> um, I like how they're doing it though I like how at least the first month or so it's all skill you're unlocking all of these outfits and all this stuff by skill. And then I guess I assume they'll, they'll, they'll have it where you pay for the, the loot boxes or whatever, but I'm okay with the first few months of not doing that where I feel like I am progressing and I'm, Oh man, I'm just, uh, if you're, if you're struggling, level up infantry and get the bar bar is the best gun in the game. Hands down. Um, to anyone listening that's playing that game and the the guns you're struggling with and there's a lot of recoil, the bar is the best. So good. Um, and that's what I've been just destroying with. It almost feels like I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, I've been having a blast with that. Uh, holy shit. Um, anything else you've tried? Uh, no, I think that's been it for, for this week, I think. Oh, uh, Okay. I have a few more. Um, I've been talking about Mario Odyssey. I think we talked about it last week, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, having a blast with that. Nice. I'm on the, the the level with uh, lunch. You're like they're stealing food or something like that. So the whole level, there's tomatoes and all this crazy stuff. Oh, I am in love with this game, dude. Um, it it seems that. For the you know for the last ten years or so, maybe more than that, it's all been open world games, right? That's been the big thing: open world games, open world games. Everything has to be a Grand Theft Auto like game, right? Right. Uh, Nintendo has waited a very long time to do open world games, big open world games, and I think the the big one this year was Zelda, right? Yeah, Mario is very much like Zelda in that way, okay. where everything on this map is there for a reason. Everything you see, everything you do, it's not apparent at first, but you'll be like, how the f- how the hell do I get on top of that? That doesn't even make sense, and it be it makes sense later in the game. You might unlock something that allows you to get to it, or you would do something else in the level, and then like a, a mountain appears and allows you to go up it or whatever, like. But at first you're like, okay, everything you see at a distance, there's something to do, and there's some there's some cool mechanic. Every every world there's a different mechanic that you. It's the same mechanic of throwing your hat and doing like five or six different moves. But when you, it's the best Kirby game. I've I've heard it referred to that (laughs) as the best Kirby game that Nintendo's done because when you throw your hat and you become like, for example, there's this caterpillar that gets really long and really short and like that changes everything you do on that level because suddenly now you can you can go long distances and all this other stuff and oh man it's just it sounds cheesy and I'm not doing a good job explaining why I like it so much but but it is the best open world game out there right now and um we'll talk about it later because it 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 has so many nominations for video game uh, of the awards which we're going to talk about later the uh the vgas we we watch every year um we're going to talk about that later about what's nominated and stuff like that mario odyssey it is a treat it is an absolute treat i think if you have an xbox or if you have a playstation and you're thinking about getting another system 
highly recommend getting the Switch if you have one of those two other things because there's just no no one else is doing games like that and it's it was it's a real treat so that's that's what I've been doing when I'm not uh, Call of Duty it's a nice it's it's a nice um, um, alternative to the you know high action octane first person shooter <laughs> bullshit you know right uh, it's a nice thing to relax with uh, the other thing and I'll briefly talk about because um, I know we're gonna get into the news is uh, I got Doom for the Switch. Oh, and how is it? Um, and see, I, I, I hate to have to say this. Uh-oh. Um, and it, I love Doom, obviously. I bought it, this is the third time, because I have it on PlayStation, I have it on PC. I love it. My, it's my favorite on PC because of the controls, and that's what I'm getting down to this with. I'm sure if you play Doom on the Switch, on the television, it's probably great if you have, like, a pro controller. yeah. That's the way to play this because of the way the analog sticks are. You can push the analog sticks forward. On a Switch, it's the analog sticks are not like the analog sticks on a PlayStation or the Pro Controller. The analog sticks are more top-down where your thumb is resting on top of it instead of like to the side, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're not pushing them down. So it changes the way drastically the way a first person shooter works on a handheld device mm. I had the same issue with the Vita when I got Borderlands the aiming and uh, again uh, I'll talk about it next week because I want to I want to I want to I only touched it for a little bit and I was just like oh my god it's almost impossible like I'm I'm not hitting the target because I'm overshooting it or I'm not it, I, I need to adjust the the sensitivity and I've gone in forums, I've gone in groups and talked about this with people, and that's what they've told me to do, is they were like, you need to adjust sensitivity, because even though, like, I usually immediately shoot the sensitivity all the way up on every game, because I like the, the fast twitch motion of it, yeah. but with this, I, I need to bring it down, and so next week when, when we come back, I'll talk about if that's, if that's helped, but I never thought of it that way, that because the analog sticks, they're shorter, they don't go forward, they don't have the same kind of motion, um, it's, it, it really changes the way it controls, so if you're thinking about Doom, um, just be cautious of that. Uh, try and demo it if you can. I, it's probably, I don't know, a place where you can. Borrow it from a friend. Get it used maybe from GameStop uh, so that you can return it if it's not what you like. I bought digitally, so hey, whatever. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Um, but I love the, I love the idea of killing demons while taking shit. So, Well, there yeah, you go. Uh, That's... That should be the tagline right there. Kill demons while taking a shit. Like exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. But now, from what I understand, and this now has me worried about Skyrim. Skyrim, in some ways, is a first-person shooter with the with the magic stuff. Um, and from what I understand, the, the the gyro stuff, the stuff I'm talking about, there's like a, there's some scientific term for it. It's not scientific, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. There's a there's a term for it that they left out of Doom that they did add to Skyrim for the arrows and stuff. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So apparently it, it's different. I'm going to be getting Skyrim no matter what, just because I'm crazy and I like <laughs> Skyrim. Um, but just, I wanted to make sure, I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew, um, just go into it with caution, uh, because the game's awesome, but, and it looks great for the switch. It looks great. It feels great. It's just the aiming that, that, that has me worried. Yep. But uh, but that's been it, man. Just a ton of games. 
Not enough time. Oh, and Battlefront 2. Should we talk about that now? What about it? I started playing it. How did you start playing it? Two ways. First of all, I have the EA Access. So... Oh, <laughs> yes. So I was able to play PC uh, 10 hours. I only I didn't do 10 hours of it, but you were to play like the first three or four missions and then as much multiplayer as you want. Yeah. Um, and everything that you get uh, in the in the EA Access is fantastic. PlayStation is dropping the ball on this, honestly. Xbox has it and PC has it. Everything you do in the game carries over if you buy the game. So uh, you, you don't start over, if that makes sense. Right, so, yeah. All your multiplayer progression stays the same, which is awesome. You get a real taste of the game. You get an idea. Hey, is this what I want, or is this loot box stuff and the Darth Vader stuff we're going to talk about later all crazy enough for me not to want to get the game? Uh, I loved it. It's fun. Um, the other way is I got the PlayStation Deluxe whatever edition that lets you play on Tuesday instead of Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah, I know I'm crazy. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, the 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 multi the single player, I'm not gonna spoil a thing, so don't worry. Um, it blew me away. I Excellent. love how it opens. I will say there are a bunch of Easter eggs even in the first level. Just look around, look look through. You'll see. There's certain things in there where you're like. Oh wow! They're really connecting it to this, and they're connecting it to that, and they're connecting it to this, and and oh, it's really cool. It's and it makes me sad about Visceral Studios, um, because it's like this is what I want. This is this single player, story driven, you know. Yeah. It is. It's a lot of fun. Um, so I played the first few missions of that. Uh, the space stuff feels way better single player. Okay. Oh my god, I don't feel like I'm getting blasted out of the sky immediately. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so much more fun when it's single player because sure. you last a little bit longer. You have objectives you need to you need to reach and it is really fun. Um and yeah, I've been loving it. So I've been playing on PC and and PlayStation and and it's that's what I'm going to be doing uh after the show today. Um so it's oh man, it's I love it. There's, there's a lot of controversy. Should we talk about it now or should we wait until the video games? Uh, yeah, let's go talk about it now. Why not? Okay. So, have you heard the news? Well, we all know about the loot crates, right? Right. And I don't have it in front of me. I wish I had it in front of me. Um, the, the issue was is that the, the big hubbub was that the loot crates uh, were pay to win. So, what they decided to do was remove... Um, the top tier cards from the loot crates and drastically reduce the second tier as well. So so basically you have to play the game in order to get the best items in the game and that the loot crates are more for people who don't want who want a head start with all the stuff. Right. So you drop if you drop another ninety nine dollars, you're probably going to have a lot of decent cards or whatever. So they've they've done to correct that. The other problem, and I'm not—I don't have it in front of me. I wish I did. Maybe we should talk about it later. But uh, the issue with how long it takes you to unlock a hero in the game. So, it, um, if you're not familiar, in in the game, you have certain heroes that are unlocked from the beginning, Yoda and stuff like that, right? But in in 
but there's a few characters that are not unlocked. You have to unlock them by getting a certain amount of points or whatever. And they made it so that you could not unlock, for example, Darth Vader until playing 40 hours of the game. Jesus. Same thing with Luke Skywalker. These these characters that and and their whole idea. I, uh, maybe we should talk about. I got I, have, I, I got it here. Um, do you have their statement? I have. Yes, right here. Yeah, it was on. Uh, I forget. If I think I had it from Kotaku, but I have the official EA as soon as it ever decides to load. Um, okay. But yeah, basically what they've done is cut it by seventy five percent. Right. So here's the thing: is that on 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 Reddit. Um, uh, the EA community, the EA team, basically put and said, "Hey, you should be, you, you, should, you know, it, it's the whole idea is that he is a reward that you put in so much time and you get, you get to play as him." Yeah. Um, and so this was the most downvoted Reddit comment in history. <laughs> yeah, three hundred forty-one thousand points and growing. This was on Kotaku posted, whatever, and then less than twenty-four hours. Um, and so they had to respond. They had to respond. The problem is they said they, they, minim- they, uh, they put it down by 70 whatever percent, right? Yeah. The problem is, is you also, the reward for finishing the game is minus 75%. Eh. They left that out. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Does that make sense? No. Okay, explain this to me. Okay, so Game Informer has come out. Um, maybe I should pull it up here. Um, okay, so I found the article. Um, and uh, Game Informer, for example, has come out and said that they had to uh, they had to stop their review um, because they they've slashed the they've slashed the heroes prices by 75%, but they've also made other changes. So when you complete the campaign, the players unlock uh, a loot crate that is that contains 20,000 credits. They've reduced the reward now to 5,000 credits. Oh, you fucks. Right. Oh, so, oh boo, boo. Yes, yes. So they've been alerted about this and that um, – yeah, so it's they're making these big. Ch- for ex- another big thing that they've done is they've removed the option to get a refund on their website. Um, you have to now go through customer service because oh, with EA, you could get a <laughs> refund simply by going to the website, clicking the refund, clicking the title, filling out just a little bit of information, and they would refund you. Because it has been, I I went to GameStop last night just to uh. This is a side note. I found out I had a ton of pre-orders still sitting at GameStop because I've gone all digital this generation. So I decided to go there and cash them out basically, which did not make them happy. But she was really nice. So anyway, um, <laughs> she said they've never they've never seen this before. So many people come back and ask for a refund for a game. They were going to have like a contest that night and everything for Battlefront. And there's like a handful of people picking up the game. Wow. Um, it is – a PR nightmare right now for EA. Well, but I mean, it's EA. You'd think they'd know how to handle them by now. They have one for every single game they release. Exactly. Like, um, I, I, uh, I, 
it is crazy. I, I'm curious in a month from now when, when they look back. I don't know if they'll release the numbers or what will happen. I'm curious at, at what this does because if – and and there's also the extremes, which I'm not happy with. There's a lot of people out there giving the devs death threats and well, acting yeah, like lunatics. Yeah, um, well, you know, gaming community. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I hate it, but I mean our – because the problem is our crazies – are very good at using the internet and right. that's just and it's bad it just yep. sucks yes and so this stuff that's happening with them it's really bad and i'm i'm part of the problem look man i i got i bought the game you know i'm part of the problem but i i'm also a huge star wars fan it, it's it, you know it I, i'm of the mind you shouldn't support stuff like that but at the same time i'm of the mind like i'm not going to buy the loot crates so yeah. it's not going to be an issue for me. Um, I don't know. It's it's really tough because what they're doing is very. In in one hand, it's it's like they're trying to be like, okay, we, we we're listening to you, and they did come out and make a statement about how they were listening and how they've adjusted it. But like I said in the ga the Game Informer, they didn't they didn't talk about how they the reward they reduced as well. Yeah, that's that's so uh, slimy. Yeah, that's that's what happens with EA, and I don't I, and I don't mean like they do it intentionally, maybe, but it always seems like they screw up, and there's giant uproar, and when they fix it, in that fix they screw it up again, like it's right. all it's what happens every time, yeah, and I just uh, I don't know, man. And this th this is unfortunately the direction EA's going, Activision everybody because they see how much money there is to be made yeah. ea knows they can do this with the star wars franchise because they know it's going to sell yeah like hotcakes they can't do this with mass effect and they and that's been proven yeah you know that, what I mean? uh -huh. <laughs> a, a franchise that was at one time lauded as one of the the greatest trilogies right of video game history and now look what's happened to it yep um star wars they know is nothing's going to tear that thing down it's, it's, it's still a, gonna sell like crazy yeah it's a license to print money they, exactly they put something and, out and slap star wars on it and it's gonna sell period right so i know we went too long into it but i i wanted to talk about that because it's it's been kind of taking the internet by storm of course um people just outraged and whatever and man they're, they're, i think there's there's bigger fish to fry there's bigger issues in the industry uh, but it's, man, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. Um, let's see here. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's get back on track. I <laughs> yeah. No, my, my favorite, just to deviate real quick. Uh, when, when the third mass effect came out and you found out that all the multitudes of choices you've made over the course of three epic games basically all kind of wound up close to the same place oh wow the f the best thing i ever heard and i don't know if this was true but i want it to be because i love this story somebody because your ending choices whatever it was you went to whatever thing was like there was a red one a green one and a blue one and that was i forget exactly what they were it was buttons or pylons whatever the hell it was mm -hmm. somebody had sent like a shit ton of cupcakes, which each of those color frosting on it, 
but they were all vanilla. Oh, wow. And I loved that. The idea of, like, no matter which one you pick, it's the same thing. That's great. And I just, I just, I love that because it was, that's the right kind of pettiness for me. Right. Like, that's something that's creative and just simple. Like, it's just so brilliantly elegant. It's like, hey, everything you've done, yeah, you kind of wind up the same place. Oh, you want one of three different cupcakes? They're all exactly the same flavor. Right. Right. Yeah, Uh, no, that's absolutely true. Um, You know, I think a a game that's doing it really cool with decisions is Wolfenstein. Um, Depending on who you save in the game, that character's arc, it's huge. Yeah. Like, it, you know, I, I want to say this to anyone playing it, uh, and you, you don't know who to decide, the old man or the kid. I'll, I can I can briefly talk about just a little bit of what the kid – if you saw the trailer and you saw the, the guy doing acid and stuff like that and you want that experience in the game, pick the kid. Because the guy apparently – it's a completely different story. It's fun. It's wacky. It's whatever. But – that's how drastically the game changes nice there's stuff you just won't see if you don't pick his character so i think that's cool and and that's what it sounds like mass effect should have been where if you made different decisions and choices there should be drastically different game or you know paths to take and 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 to do right sucks they didn't do that um yeah bummer yeah well, let's uh, we'll we'll get back to video game news shortly because there's a ton. I mean, they had BlizzCon and everything else, so there's a bunch of video game news to talk about. But let's get into some movie news. Yeah, um, right off the bat, the the fun rumor of the week is just how much of 20th Century Fox might Disney be buying? Right. Which is, I, I mean, first of all, this is insane. Yeah. Just just in general, the idea of Fox going, you know what, TV and movies, not really our thing. Like, you're, you're, you're Fox, for God's sake. Like, they've been, a, they've been one of the major studios forever. Yep. Like, that's, this is madness. And I... It's I, crazy. I, I don't, I, I don't think this will actually happen. Right. Um, but I can understand... In a sense, the idea of them looking at what's because the, the the story goes that Disney, if if this were to take place, would would basically buy everything except the I like the local affiliates, right. the Fox Sports stuff and like their like the Fox News and, and their like their sister networks and stuff, right. which from on the one hand, I can kind of understand because movies are a hit and miss business and sometimes even if it looks like it's a hit it turns out you know oh hey you actually lost money and right. with other sides of the business that are are doing well you know it's it's not it's not an insane thing to look at and go oh my god why would they do this and there's there's a little bit of logic behind it and if they can get a good price for everything else i mean let's be let's be honest disney is probably the only company with that with that kind of cash to throw around so if if they were going to sell it would almost have to be to disney um right but i huh, i mean they're they, i mean they'd even sell off be selling some of their spin-off networks like fx and national geographic and a couple of those um mm-hmm. not to mention the international stuff 
but I, you know, I don't think this will happen because I think that I think this is just this is some people who got together and had like a weird conversation over a couple drinks and somebody heard it. That's I, I yeah. think I really think that's more like what happened. I doubt that there have no, been. No, appa- apparently they confirmed that there were talks. There were mm. there were a lot of talks, but the talks stopped. Yeah, I, I just I don't think I I don't see this happening. Um, if it would it, be massive. If that it, would be yeah. If it, I mean, it, of course, uh, the obvious. I think a lot of people, especially our fans, would think about you'd have the you'd have the X Men characters and Deadpool and all of that in the same universe now as the Marvel characters. Right. Every you know the whole family's back together. The whole family's back together and now. They they got their Spider Man as their whatever deal. So you would technically be able to see any Marvel character you could think of in the movies together, and that would be. Uh, you know, I think that, of course, is one of the main reasons they're they're striving for that because those are the Fox movies that do good, do really good for them. Deadpool and everything else. True. Uh, um, yeah, that would be massive. Who knows? Uh, it, it, there's so much behind the scenes that that could be going on that we just don't know about. You know, I think of another company that could do that could totally buy Fox. What about Apple? They're trying to get their That's... their. Yeah, sh- streaming service right off, and that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I keep forgetting that like they're they're getting into the the yep. content creation game now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and they they have they the production company now. They're making shows. They're or they're they're fishing for what should be what they want to make. Uh, yeah, that, that would be crazy. That wouldn't be a crazy idea because I mean you get you know you'd be getting all the production assets and everything that go along with that. Yeah, you know. That's not a yeah. that's not a terrible idea. No, yeah, no, I could totally see that happening. Um, and you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we'll talk about later in the TV news that's going on with with Fox right now, especially with uh, or with Disney and 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 Netflix and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, some big Star Wars news. So this was awesome. Ryan Johnson is set to develop a new Star Wars trilogy. Um, he will write and direct the first one. The trilogy will be separate from the Skywalker saga and will introduce new characters in a never before explored part of the universe. I, so I, I, and I hope, I hope this is completely brand new or it's something that maybe the EU touched on a little back in the day, but I, like, I, I'm okay if they don't pick like, you know me, I want my Revan movie. I right. want that so much. But if they're like, no, we're going to create something brand new, excellent. Go for it. I'm, I'm... I, think, I think it's going to be a clean slate. Yeah. I think you're going to have your bounty hunters. I think of, you'll have some of the Force in it, maybe maybe one Force user. You know what I mean? Like, they'll have the same Star Wars universe stuff, but I think it will be completely new characters, probably new planets we've never been to before. I hope that they only sprinkle in the stuff that we know. Right. Maybe we go, maybe we go to uh, Hoth. Or Tatooine, or one of those planets, once don't need to because it's a whole universe full of st- of planets and stuff. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. I, 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 and I think Disney is is desperately wanting to do that because now they can they can strike out on their own. It is the wild west of the Star Wars universe right now. Yeah. Where they can do anything and and be creative and go crazy and still stay with stay within the laws of the universe. You know, but it doesn't have to be Skywalker. And maybe, maybe, you know, 10 years they come back to that story and they tell the story of, you know, his, his lost 
you know, whatever. Who knows? Because I'm sure people <laughs> people will want that after a while. They'll they'll be like, hey, can we get a little bit more Skywalker stuff? But we've been having it for years, so yeah. No, I'm th- I'm totally down for this. Yes, absolutely. Now, my question is: Is this going to be the trilogy that takes place after this trilogy as the main series trilogy, or is this something different? I think this takes over because I okay. think I think you do these three that we have, you know, you, and you finish off because I think this is going to be the end of of the the Skywalker story. Like oh, I, man, I, I really like these characters. I didn't want just three movies of them. I think, well, I think maybe you get some down the road, or you get something that we'll talk about later. But yeah. I, you know, the I, I like the idea of like, you know what? We have three with these characters. They're nice. They're fleshed out. They're whatever. Let's have a break and right. tell a completely different story. And then you know, in ten, like you said, in ten years' time, come back to it. I'm yeah. I'm totally fine with that. I like that idea because it keeps oh, things yeah. fresh. And in the meantime, you keep doing the standalone movies. I'm I'm down. Hell yeah. And that's great. And the actors can go off and you know maybe we'll get an old man Finn movie later on down the road where he you know he goes and does all these other movies and he grows as an actor and and you know as a person and comes back and you know then then we got. It would just be the same. It would be like how, um, you know, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford, and they came back. Like, I love that idea. I yeah. think that's great. Finn, yeah, I, that's... I could see Finn being kind of like the 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 Han Solo of it, just coming back and being oh, like, oh, no, it's all true. Like, he, oh, would, yeah. <laughs> he would absolutely take that side of just like, I didn't want any part of this. I got dragged into this, and I can't believe any of this shit happened. But it happened. Like, I can't. Yeah. I could, I can absolutely see him, him, being that kind of foil. It'd be awesome. Absolutely, and this is this is massive news. This and the news we'll talk about in a little bit. This is the biggest news I think since they've announced the the new Star Wars universe. Um, uh, we've gotten little announcements like movies and stuff like that. Like, oh, we're gonna get a, a Han Solo movie, and you know, possibly Obi Wan Kenobi or whatever. This is the biggest news. This is and they, man, they must have a lot of trust in Ryan Johnson. Yeah, because we know they're not shy about about you know if they don't like you, you're gone. Yes, exactly. Like, they might not even let you finish the movie you're working on. Kind of gone. Oh but, yeah, but and they so were he like, he must have played ball really well. I you know and found a way to work because Ryan Johnson from everything that I like every interview I've heard, he's been on script notes a bunch. Because he's, oh, okay. he's a good friend of that show. He's been on there a handful of times. Oh, and awesome. he's he's just a guy. He makes his movies. He has always been somebody who wanted to make his movies. He wanted to direct what he wrote. And it wasn't right. it wasn't like some elitist thing of like, nobody else was good enough. He was just like, no, if I, if I write it, I can see it better than anybody. So why wouldn't I direct it? Right. And... So for for somebody with that kind of mentality to be able to work with with Disney and and with Kathleen Kennedy and that whole crew in a way that that inspire that instills so much faith in him for them to say, hey, you want to do your own three Star Wars movies? I mean, that's that's crazy impressive. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree, man. That's off to him. Shoot. Yeah, it's it's man, it's it's great news. I'm I'm excited. I I can't wait for this. I I you know it. Whew, I'm just super excited. Um, it's a great time to be alive. 
to get Star Wars. And I, I know a lot of people – I saw a lot of cynical people like, leave it alone. You're ruining the something that was once this diamond and blah, blah, blah. And I just – I don't get that. Then, that, don't, that then don't watch it. Stick with right. what you have. Nobody is forcing you to go to the movies and, and watch these things. You know, exactly. If, I, I, I think at the I think at the at the worst you could say uh, the the Force Awakens was an okay movie. Um, you know what I mean? At the, at the worst, yeah. you could say that it was it was just a decent Star Wars movie. And that I mean, we we were given nothing for so long, and 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 people were super critical of the prequels. Um, and this is nowhere on that level, you know what I mean? Like these movies and this Disney has taken such care of this franchise. Disney is not stupid. No. They no. know they know the difference between a cash grab and a and a long term right. business plan, excuse me. They're and they understand that the best way to make money off of a Star Wars franchise is to make good Star Wars content. Yes. It's it, and, it is that simple. It really is. Yep. Oh yeah, and you know the we're given all the expanded universe has never been this big. We're getting four to five actual adult novels every year uh, on top of all of the children's books and the teenage, you know, the the whatever they call them, uh, they, the young, the young adult adults books and stuff yeah. like that. But we're like every year, so the, so the expanded universe is still growing just as much as it was before, and it's all canon now. There, and, the, there it is. It's all yeah. Canon. In the comics, and like we're just being just uh, we're being given so much, and most of it is good. Almost all of it that I have that I have uh, consumed has been fantastic. Um, you know, Disney has not let me down in any way, shape, or form with it. Uh, and you know we're getting one Star Wars movie a year. It's not like, you know, I think Marvel gets away with as many superhero movies because that universe is gigantic with a million other characters, and and Disney and, and, and this goes back to what we we're talking about how how they are now expanding it to have other than the Skywalkers because there is so much there's so much to this universe more than the Skywalkers and they need to they need to branch out you know, and do that. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm fucking excited. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, in other news, <laughs> yeah. all the money in the world. Yeah. This, what happened here? This was, this was interesting in that, you know, after all the Kevin Spacey stuff, they decided, well, we're going to cut him out of the movie. Okay. And you're going to do what? Well, we're going to recast his role with Christopher Plummer and we're going to do reshoots. Okay, so we'll stick him in front of a green screen and CGI him back in. No, we're going to reshoot the scenes. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's going to take, you know, a week and a half, two weeks, about that. Um, so when's the release date going to be? Well, it's December, whatever the hell it is. I forget. I don't have it in front of me. I think it's 22nd. That's crazy. But wait a minute. That was the original release date. You can't have this thing reshot in two weeks and edited and back in the can and ready to go by the original release date. Yeah, we can. Okay. Well now I have to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's insane. I'm that's, surprised they didn't push it to next year. That's I, you know, I, uh, the uh, award season. 
Like they, oh, that's but true. I mean, even then, you know, that's why you have, you know, in select theaters in New York and Los Angeles, December 19th, wide release, February 20th, you know, like oh. that's why so many movies do that where it's like, gotcha. well, we, we met the minimum so we can have Oscar consideration, but you know, we want some more polish on it before it goes out to a wide audience. It, that's, but they're not doing this. They're saying, no, it's, it's going to be out when we said it was going to be out. That's insanity. It's it's madness, and I really can't wait to see it now. Yeah, because holy hell! But, I mean, honestly, the movie was not even on my radar until all this stuff. I, I I had seen a preview for it before before all the the madness started, uh, and I thought, oh, you know what, this looks kind of neat. Like I I would you know like if I you know if I had the time I would I would check this out. I wouldn't have made a big deal about like oh I gotta go see right. this. But then there was the craziness, and I thought, well, check that one off. It's done. And then they've yeah. done this, and I'm like, I need to see this just to see how this turns out. Like, it's yeah. for me, this is now more about the the movie-making process than the movie, and I hope that in, in, in that, I actually enjoy the movie, where it's like, oh, you came because of the drama? Stay because it's a good film. That would right. be awesome. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's just... That's nuts, but I mean that's Ridley Scott for you. He's yeah. he's gonna put his head down, and you know the whole cast and crew was like, "Hell yeah, we can do it. Let's do it. Let's get it done." And you know, okay, go for it. I mean, that's I think that's cool on their part because that's you know it's well, like, hey, we're not gonna let one guy ruin all this work that we all put months of our life into. Well, well did you hear about what Gal Gadot is doing? I, I did, and I'm sorry I didn't put this in the notes, but I think that's badass. Yeah. She's like, I'm yeah. I'm not coming back for another Wonder Woman movie if Brett Ratner's attached. Yeah, um, and if anyone can put their foot down, it's going to be her. Yeah, you know? and I, I think that's – in in so many ways, it's perfect. Not, yeah. not just in terms of, oh, it's a big franchise. Oh, she's a big star. Oh, she's freaking Wonder Woman. So Wonder yeah, Woman. like it worked on every level. It's like that's yeah. it, that's it. You know, get the hell rid of him. Yeah, they have no choice now. There would be such a I would I would never I would not go see another Wonder Woman film if they decided to choose him over her. If DC um, chose him over her, their their fr- th- the entirety of their movie universe is dead because the the would yep. the backlash would be would be absolutely well, insurmountable. Did you hear what happened to DC Comics? I did. It's I've I've got it down here. Oh, it's there. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, we're talking about it right now. They they fired one of their editors, uh, one of their big editors, um, uh, for sexual harassment by because there was three different women. Uh, Eddie, I'm not gonna pronounce his last Bar- name. Barganza. Yes, uh, top editor of the company uh, who oversaw Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, and other properties. Now saw, gone because he's, of that. He's been wor- he's been overseeing metal. Oh wow! Oh, that's right. They did yeah. show that comic as one of them. He's been on. He's been on metal, but uh, yeah, there was a BuzzFeed report that came out about women who, who eventually, I think all of them actually left DC because because of oh this, and they and because he kept getting promoted, and even in the midst of actual HR complaints, he wound up being you know like a step down editor from the promotion he was headed for. 
Like, it was like, oh, we're not going to promote you to this level. We're going to promote you to, like, the one below it or something oh, instead yeah. because of it. Which is still just – it's it's gross. It's absolutely disgusting. And... It is. And it, it, I think it's it's now we, – we know this is not a Hollywood problem. This is just a societal problem. This this is know? a this is a men in power problem. Yes. Um, and, you know, it, it, and it, it, real fast I'll touch on IGN is having the same issue right now. Um I don't know if you saw this, but a former staff member um, ended up leaving over harassment. Uh, the person who was harassing her, Vincent Ingentino, I, I'm, I'm terrible with names. We all know this, but um, uh, Vincent, um, you might have seen he's done. He's done a lot of reviews. He was on a lot of stuff. Uh, he was let go of the company earlier this year um, for just because they were downsizing or whatever. But it turns out that. You know, in 2016, um, one of the uh, one of the women that he uh, harassed ended up putting stuff into HR, and nothing was done about it. Apparently, HR was like, "Hey, you're part of the problem with this." Um, apparently, oh, great. and nothing was done. Nothing was done to him. There was also another female that was involved. Um, they told him to stop contacting them. He contacted them to apologize. It was kind of a mess, and it got to the point where. Uh, IGN did not do their um, their uh, not up at noon, but the, the one that Alana Pierce now does. Um, the the one uh, Naomi Campbell just left. She was the their like weekly update thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I know she, what you I know what you mean. I've just I don't daily know the fix. name. That's, That's it. it. Daily uh, fix. Alana Pierce posted there would not be a daily fix today because of a large group of IGM employees have refused to work until the company issues a statement slash apology regarding what happened to Kaylee Blake. IGN's uh, yeah. So so she put that up, and I you know I'm in a lot of those groups where I I'm in the comedy button and kind of funny and and. Uh, the podcast beyond and people like brian autano and all of them are very vocal in it and they talked about how they were in they're all locked in a room for like two hours and shouted and yelled and, and was very vocal about like this needs to happen they need there's apparently the person who's in charge in hr at that time not there anymore at the company so the company did um issue a statement uh the staff at least the ign team as they called it not legal or anything and it yeah. was pretty it was a pretty good statement but that just goes to show that this kind of thing is not just some hollywood problem it's only it's only big news because it's hollywood yeah but, but i mean I, I mean even with our own president it, this is political this is everything i mean you know? how many you know i mean we've covered it i mean youtube people for god's sake yeah, like you give people, you give somebody a you give let me rephrase this you give your your standard guy a little bit of power and authority and this is and this is what continues to happen right. and it's I it's gotten to the point and I mean we've we've got more of these to talk about later because we're gonna talk about them when they happen because yeah. it's gotta stop but it's I this is how bad it's gotten to the point where I'm actually going to say the phrase you know. I agree with something that Conan O'Brien tweeted. <laughs> and it was just kind of, it was a little satirical and it, it touched on a handful of things in one really simple statement. It said, I'm ready for an all-female reboot of America. <laughs> and he's not wrong. No, no. Like, I, you know, like we, and you it, know, it's, I'll just... And, and to, to some people, it's an uncomfortable conversation. And it's supposed to be. You're so, it is. You are supposed to reflect on yourself and go... 
did I was I ever like did I make like a comment like did I was I too pushy and like and maybe you did and maybe you didn't most of us are pretty sane people but it's you're supposed to do that you're supposed to think you're supposed to reflect because Um, you know this is the world we live in where this is where this is this frequent and it's we're going to keep hearing stories and you know it's Mm -hmm. we need to not get fatigue about this like we do about so many other things of like oh and here it is again you know right. this needs to not be like that right absolutely absolutely um all right well there's no way to really <laughs> uh transition there but uh we got other movie news we'll get back into um the dark universe um alex kurtzman and uh chris morgan departed universal's planned shared universe yeah so, so that's it's falling apart. yeah so it's dead it's done uh, it's it's over yep um, they'll, they'll still make the movies, I'm sure, but the idea of like, and it's all connected in some. No, that's done. It's over. Yeah, it's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, oh well. Yep. <laughs> uh, Justice League news: film production budget reportedly around three hundred million dollars. So you figure, probably another two hundred for advertising, at least. Oh yeah. So you figure this film cost half a billion dollars yeah and it's i it it, look it'll make it back i'm sure Mm -hmm. but it's i i don't think it's gonna be near as big as they wanted it to be i don't Mm -hmm. i think it's you know it's gonna be big but it's not gonna be this this movie should make avengers money and i yeah it should make avengers should make star wars money like justice league this is this is we're getting freaking Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman and Aquaman and yeah. all all on the same stage. I think it was a mis- Superman. I think it was a mistake to not have Green Lantern on it though, yeah. or one of those characters. Because I, I I mean I like Cyborg, but he he should really be leading the Teen Titans film. You know, um, that's that when you see the poster, you're like, where's Superman? Yeah, that's the biggest. You know I mean? That's the biggest thing of like you can't have a Justice League without Superman. And I they really shot themselves in the foot by how they. You know, the the whole, well, Batman versus Superman, and they've all, uh, you can't, you can't really break down the continuity in the DC films anymore because they're rewriting it as they go. It's, it's, it's worse than what happens sometimes in the comics Yeah, where they, where they just completely retcon shit in the most ridiculous way. And sometimes they don't even actually retcon it. They just rewrite history. Um, Oh yeah, I've always hated in the trailer how they're like, and the world mourns Superman. Like, did you not see Batman vs Superman? The world hated Superman. Like, right? They, ugh. it's it's yeah. The 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 tonal shift in that yeah. just like, but that like, I, I mean, really forcing it there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this this. So I mean, you know, this yeah, this is gonna be big. It's gonna make huge money, but it's not it's not gonna make Avengers money. It won't. I'm, no. I'm I'll guarantee that. No, definitely not. Um, I want to also apologize about my sniffling and breathing heavy. I'm getting over a cold, so it's uh, I know it's a lot. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Um, uh, Deadwood. Um, this is a series I never saw. Movie sequel uh, to to series rumored to begin shooting in fall 2018. Yeah, it's on. It's on HBO now. You should watch it. It's it's. I've watched. I've watched the first one, and it's another one of these. It's it's old HBO. It's like this is going to be a slow burn drama. It's going to be like right. The Wire, like Oz, like all you know, like The Sopranos. It's it's old HBO. Like it it doesn't. 
it's not going to hook you right out of the gate. It builds and it builds and it builds. But it's, you know, it's also up there as one of their best shows and one of the best shows. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they've been talking about a Deadwood movie forever. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've that's just something that's always eluded me, but I'll, I'll get to it eventually. There's too much stuff. Out. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. Uh, yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, get some Metal Gear Solid news. Uh, Kong Skull Island writer Derek Connolly to write the MGS film. Yes, from Kong Skull Island director Jordan White Roberts. So they're yep. they're back together again. This yeah. this is a movie that's this is perpetually going to be on one of those. I'll believe it when it actually comes out. Yeah, up totally. And, up until the, you can give me production stills, you can give me a trailer, you can give me posters, you can give me a release date. I'm never gonna believe it until I actually see it. Right, and, and I'm, I'm gonna that, the writer and director. Like when I saw Kong Skull Island, I could totally see that being Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, absolutely. Look, oh yeah, that's great. Um, Black Adam is rumored to be villain in Suicide Squad two. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? You know, yeah. put the rock the in rock. everything. Yeah, that would make that movie a lot better. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, I I agree. I oh agree. yeah. Um, oh man, then that means we'd get Will Smith and The Rock in the same film together. Two big oh, actors. Oh cool. hell, Jesus! Oh god, <laughs> it goes from Tyrese to Will Smith. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like Will Smith. I, I um, do too, but just like I. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at the, I'm just thinking of the jokes, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, they would they would be really well together, I, I think. Oh, I would actually want to see that. Now, yeah. the more I think about it, the more I think like Will there's a trio, Will Smith, The Rock, and Kevin Hart. Oh my god. Can you imagine them? Oh my god, that actually would be really cool. I'd go see. I would actually want to see that. I'd go see any movie with the three <laughs> of them starring in it. Oh my god. Hell yeah. You put, go ahead and take this one. Put, put, the, put the rock in Bad Boys 3. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's just, is. yes, that's perfect. There it is. Uh, he's, he's the new rookie or something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Or so, he's dating their daughter or something. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. God, oh. this I'd be great. Uh, but yeah, so. um. Over at Paramount, they've decided that Are You Afraid of the Dark needs a film reboot. Um, but but interestingly, I like where they're going, though, because they hired uh, Gary Dauberman, who wrote uh, Annabelle Creation and did the screenplay for It to write and produce. That's cool. That is good news. I like that news. Yeah, man, that intro. The... Yeah. And then the, the... Oh, man, so good. So good. <laughs> Um, absolutely. Um, go ahead and take the next one. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Paramount, um, their global market, and I wanted to make sure I got this right, global yeah. marketing and worldwide distribution chief, a woman by the name of Megan Colligan, uh, bailed. She resigned wow. and cited a history of discrimination and gender bias, which, again, is unfortunately no surprise. But I mean, this is this wasn't somebody who was like assistant or or like a junior executive. This was somebody big. Yes. And she was like, no, this they treat me like shit here. I'm out. Right. I'm like, what? God damn. Just oh. it's crazy. Did you see uh, did you see the Flash showrunner was suspended? I yeah, I think we've do we have Did we talk about that. I don't know. Damn. Did I not put that down here? I thought I put that one in here, too. 
Um, well, we're on TV news now, so it's that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, Flash and Supergirl showrunner. Um, his name eludes me. Andrew Kressberg. Andrew Kressberg. Yeah. Kressberg. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He. That's big. That's massive. He co-created Flash, Showgirl, Arrow, and DC Legends of Tomorrow. And is also apparently a creep. Yep. So bye. Don't let the door yeah. shut away out. Exactly. Just yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's, and it's gonna, it's, it's, it's just gonna keep getting worse because we're gonna keep hearing about it because this is just, and it's, yep. it's, it's gotta stop, man. It's just mm-hmm. gotta stop. And I think like we see, we see big time celebrities talk about it. We see the news talk about it and, and it seems crazy. It's very important that, that as much as they say stuff, it, it's, it's what you say. It's what you say in conversations to your friends and your family members you know what i mean like it's important that on the street level that in your life you talk to people about this and you 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 make it known that it's not okay because that's and that's where it's really going to affect you yeah affect uh and and affect your surroundings and the people in your surroundings and so i think that's super important um because this stuff on the big level it's important that it's happening right now it's extremely important but i think it's also very important that on your personal level that that you you see this kind of stuff and you you are vocal about it um because it's 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 crazy it's getting nuts um but uh all right so yeah so uh back into some tv news um this was massive this is this is we have two giant pieces of tv news this week yeah (laughs) um oh yeah and this this was crazy it was a rumor at first, and if we had done the show last week or even earlier, like over the weekend, it would have still been a rumor. But like it only broke like yesterday, right? That Amazon has officially announced, like, oh no, we have the global television distribution rights for Lord of the Rings, so we're doing a prequel series. That is freaking huge. That's monstrous. Uh, I've seen. Yeah. Some reports say that the deal cost them a, like a quarter of a billion dollars, which oh which I think is cheap uh, in comparison to how much just making the show is going to cost. Oh, yeah. it's This is not going to be a, like they're going to really have to drive people to the service. Do they? Do you, well, yeah. This is this is a no brainer. If you don't, first of all, Amazon Prime. You should have by now. People, come on! Right. It is such a great service. You don't have to drop the ninety nine dollars on the table. You can pay monthly. I think it's like ten bucks a month or something. Um, it is such a fantastic service. Uh, not only do you, your packages in like two days, but they really do have some great streaming options and, and shows and movies and stuff like that. And this is them putting their dick on the table, you know, yeah. with Netflix and HBO Go and all of that, because this is their Game of Thrones now, and you know, this is going to be massive if they do it right. Do you think they're going to get Weta in the same, or do you think they're going to be all new? Uh, like, do you think they're going to go to New Zealand and shoot this? Oh, I don't know. You kind of have to, I, I think, I, or else it's not going to look right. Right, you're right. Well, yeah. I, you know, you could recreate that anywhere. Yeah, but I think it would be – I don't know, man. Those those vast scapes, I don't know. I, I think it, Amazon's a company that could do it. They have so much money, just like I, just like Apple. They literally could do that if they wanted to. I, I think – oh, yeah, they absolutely could, and I, 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 think, and I sh- think they should. For... It would be a shame if they don't, I think. Yeah. Um, because when you think Lord of the Rings, 
99% of the people on this planet – well, I mean, there, I mean there's a lot that you – know, of course they think of the books, but I'm not talking about books. I mean like visual. A lot of people think about the movies not like you know the cartoon or whatever movie. That movie is what sticks in their mind the most yeah. um, when it comes to Lord of the Rings, the, the visuals of it, of course. Um, obviously the, the, the billions that have read the books uh, have their own it's, – it's in their own head what it looks like, but – Man, that that look is just defines that series visually, I think, and so it would be a shame if they don't do that. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering what story they're gonna tell because it's gonna be set before the Fellowship, and I'm just. It was funny because when I heard Lord of the Rings prequel, I immediately just went, "You mean the Hobbit?" Like, right, 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 <laughs> that right. That was exactly where my where it went, but. There's a lot of I, I just hope it's not like uh, the Shadow of War type stuff. Right, like um, little spinoff nonsense that isn't. That isn't terribly important, really. Yeah, no, give me an adventure. Give me things that are loosely tied into Lord of the Rings, you know, with the rings and stuff like that. But give me just a fantasy adventure set set in that universe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's that's that's awesome. It's 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 a big world to explore. There's tons to, to dive into with that. Um, I think just like with Star Wars, like we, we, we get the Skywalker fantasy. Okay, we get Frodo and the ring and that family, but there's there's other stuff that happens. Um, I, you know, I, you're right. I, I kind of don't like that it's a prequel because then that we know where it all ends up no matter what. Um, but I do wish it was set past that because it would be like, here's a new threat that could be world ending. Um, so you're right. Who knows? Maybe they change that. It's... We, we don't know. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Star Wars. Yes. So this was the other big news, which uh, to me was just, this is what I have been waiting for for so long. Like a lot of other people. Um, uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger, uh, Iger confirms development of live action series uh, to launch on the Disney streaming service in 2019. And this is kind of what you predicted you know, whenever they uh, as, announced, as soon as they said we're doing our own streaming service, my first thought was you have to have Star Wars. Yes, like you, like there was no, like well, we're gonna launch our own thing. Okay, what are you gonna put on it? All our old movies. Okay, that's not really gonna, you know, you kind of pretty much already uh -huh. have that. What's gonna be new? It has to be a, it has to be a, a Star Wars series. It had to be. There was, yep. there was it, it from for as far as I was concerned, there was no other choice. Right. So oh, yeah. like and they... I think this this would be the great place to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yeah. Set on Tatooine. He's kind of like this this you know person off in the desert kind of like a like a like a secret sheriff. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know, like a western type show. I would love I've... I would gobble that up or I would gobble it up if it's a completely new story. Um you could do the 1313 the the we talked about this before the the soprano style uh, bounty hunter show where there's five families of Coruscant and he's trying to work his way up the ranks and screw over one family to work the other family and they're all fighting within each other kind of like Game of Thrones and he's just making his way up onto the top you know like the the underbelly of Coruscant like you, you could go in any direction with this I would I you know you could either have like the chronicles of Obi-Wan Kenobi which, oh, yeah. you know, like, I, I'm with you. Like, I think, like, a, a Wild West kind of, you know, have him be sort of the Clint Eastwood of Tatooine. That would be perffect. I, like, that would be great. Yeah. Or like have... Firefly, you know, he, he doesn't have to stay on Tatooine. He obviously leaves and does other things. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I think he stays. You, 
I think he does leave. Like in some books, he's left. Like he hasn't in some can- like... in, in some canon books. Uh, uh-huh. not canon. They uh-huh. haven't really touched on him in I, canon except for the comics. I just think it's the idea of like people didn't know what to do with Tatooine because there's not much on there. That's so true. like, does he stay there the entire time in exile because of the Skywalker kid? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I think it. he has his little adventures around the planet, but he—I don't think right. he leaves. Right. Oh, that would be so much fun. I mean, we see in Rebels that he's been there forever. Right. Right. Mild, right. you know, mild spoiler alert: they find Obi Wan on Tatooine. There's a shock. But. <laughs> oh yeah. But... Yep. And it's who finds him too. That's pretty interesting. That's ah, oh, and it was like I really enjoyed that scene. I liked where yeah. they went with it. They pulled kind of an Indiana Jones. In a, yeah. in a sense and i really like that yeah but, it was really cool yeah. i i really enjoyed it um yeah dude that's give me you mcgregor of course has a star in it oh yeah and yeah that would be fantastic yeah or or you know like the you know the godfather the series set on coruscant totally yeah like that's <laughs> i and here's the thing i think that would be even more interesting I think that, that like, the, the Obi-Wan series, I think you could run, like, a limited season, maybe one or two seasons, because there, right. there's just not a tremendous amount to tell. And, right. You know, and if, you really, if you're really going to dig for it, then you're going to reach. Give me an anthology show where every season is different. Yeah. And then, but I, I think that, like, a, that like a, a Sopranos-style Star Wars show has oh, legs. Yeah. I think that could go and go and go. <laughs> You could do multiple shows. Like you, you it, it could be like Netflix does, which, by the way, they're bringing the Marvel stuff over. It could be like that, where like you have different characters, different shows. Like it doesn't have to be just one Star Wars show. They could have a Tales from Moss Eisley or Tales from Jabba's Palace show, where literally you could do every episode is different <laughs> for each character. But it'd be, I think that'd be cool, like an anthology type series where each season it was just it told a different pocket of the Star Wars universe. Um, I, uh, like kind of like how they do the uh the what's that horror show american, american horror, horror story? story yeah oh man that would be cool i love the idea of one season is just like okay here's everybody at the bar at moss eisley nobody's talking to each other you know it's not a big friendly thing but here's the story behind each of these characters yeah and just just let that be the season one episode for each one of them yeah. i would dig that that would be really cool that would be awesome. See, the possibilities are endless with this franchise, and we get so fucking giddy over it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, man, I, I can't wait. I just can't wait for more. I want more, 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 more. Um, and uh, like I said, they're bringing the Marvel shows over too, so uh, that's officially ending um, as well, yeah. I think, with The Punisher. Um, so... You know, it's going to be interesting to see because I guess they would have to buy out the shows because the contract's over, but they would have to – or I don't know. I, I don't have the information in front of me, but essentially they would have to buy out the shows and bring those people over. Um, if if not, they would have to start brand new, which I hope they don't do. They won't do that. They can, aff- yeah. they can afford to not do that. Right. They can afford – I, I completely agree. I think they can afford to bring the shows over and continue on the Defenders universe uh, and just don't don't break it. And I don't think they will. They like what Netflix has done. Um, you know, I, I hate when people are like, well, they're going to Disney fight. It's like 
it's been Disney for a long time now. Right. <laughs> like, this, like, this is just going to be, they're just switching to streaming service. They're not, Disney right. was always playing by their own rules. Yes. Let's remember Dis- this. It wasn't a Netflix series produced by Disney. It was a Marvel and Disney series that streamed right. on Netflix. Exactly. Right. And they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna break something that's not you know, we got one of the darkest Star Wars movies. I probably the darkest Star Wars movie that's ever been under Disney with Rogue One. We've, so we've got a freaking Punisher T V series coming. Right. That's that is the be all end all of oh they're gonna Disney fight. They made a Punisher series. Shut yes. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, it, it's I, I can't wait, man. It's it, the next few years is going to be great for, for Disney stuff. So hope you hope you have stock. I do. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, CBS is working on a classic uh, series, a uh, reboot of a classic series with Jordan Peele's Monkey Paul production company, uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, the show would be part of CBS's all-access platform. That's awesome. This is like I when I heard Twilight Zone reboot, like I immediately wanted to throw up. And then I heard from Jordan Peele's production company, and I went, right. oh, okay. Right. Excellent. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I'm very down for this because Get Out was amazing. So yeah. that, you know, that mind doing Twilight Zone, hell yeah. I'm in. Right. He totally gets the genre. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's perfect. It was because it's great because now that the more you think about it, you're like, that was a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, it yeah, was a totally. long, it was a long twi- it was a feature length Twilight Zone episode. No question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um uh Amazon has greenlit the uh boys uh comic book series um from Garth Ennis. Uh I butchered that sentence. But yeah, so they <laughs> they, 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 they greenlit the series. Uh, the show will be produced and directed by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Um Eric what's his last name? Kripke. Kripke uh to be showrunner um geez so uh have you ever read the boys I've, i have read some of it yeah it's 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 gruesome um it's gruesome but it's, it's violent it's very you know i i can see you know rogan and goldberg are basically like we have to bring everything garth ennis has ever done to tv yeah like that's that's the path that they've that they're cutting do you, so do you think they'll get simon Pegg? oh i don't know it? Maybe I would. Uh, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, because I mean that—that's who they based. If you ever read the boys, it's very clear the main character is Simon Pegg. Oh like, yeah, to a T. So, but I, also it's—it's it's, you know twenty years ago Simon Pegg too. That's true, and he's huge right now. So I don't know if they'll be able to lock him in for a TV show. I'd, I'd like to see him cameo as something oh, though, at least. Like that, that would be, be great. that would be cool. Or like the whole time someone's just like, hey, you know, you look like Simon Pegg. <laughs> or just, yeah, like that would be hysterical. <laughs> that would be great. Um, uh, Hitman, uh, not only is they're making a new game, uh, but the series based on the game is coming to Hulu. They're, John Wick creator Derek uh, Kallstad, uh is show running it. They're making a new game? Yeah. Because, uh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, the studio... Um, Hold on. Yeah, Square Enix. Uh, no. Well, oh, well, they because like they had it, but then did somebody? Didn't somebody? No, they. Oh hell! Either they bought it out or somebody else bought it out. Okay. Yeah. So new hit game is in development. Developer IO. De- uh, devo- de- hold on. 
Yeah. I got to uh, mute this. Developer IO Interactive, uh, Interactive has announced the next Hitman game is currently in development. So, yeah, IO that's Studios right. broke out and they're doing their own thing. Yeah, that's right. They bought it out from Square Enix. That's right. From Square Enix, yeah. So, so they're going to be, yeah, so a new Hitman game. Because, I mean, that was like, that was one of the games last year that not a lot of people played. But holy crap, that was game of the year for some people. Like, like, like Giant Bomb, that was their PUBG. For this year was PUBG, last year was Hitman, where they spent a lot of time playing that game on stream because of how fun it was yeah. and how just, you know, it can get wacky, you know. And they would do – they would set up four different TVs and they would all play the same level at the same time and they had different uh, rules for each other like get this, get this, get this and who can get it first and like – and so they would they would like – I don't know. They would be competitive about it. Like, nice. Yeah, that that game goes places. Funny, um, but yeah, so they're making a show on Hulu. By the way, Hulu is now on uh, the Switch. If you didn't know. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah, the streaming service is now on the Switch. Um, I listened to an interview on the IGN Nintendo podcast in DC, uh, where the guy who did it talked about how like they they uh, it was a lot of politics of why streaming services weren't on it at the beginning, but and it also had to do with they had it. They had to create an encoder or something, codex for it. So sure. uh, I imagine Netflix and all that stuff is is heading there soon. But yeah, if you have a Hulu account, you have a Switch, hey, now you can watch uh, the Orville or whatever on your way to uh, wherever you're going on an airplane or something. There you go. Um, uh, the Umbrella Academy, Ellen Page to star in Netflix series based on the Dark Horse comic. I, I like seeing more comics that I've never heard of being adapted. Like that oh, you've never heard of the Umbrella Academy? I've, I've never heard of it. It's by the uh, the band. Um, oh, shit, there's a band that created it. Uh, this is going to bother me. <laughs> oh, man. It could have been the band. That was an actual band, but I don't imagine no, they created it. No, it's a like comic. Fallout Boy or something like that. Um, is it oh, My Chemical man. Romance, maybe? My Chemical Romance. It was one of those bands that did it. Um... Well, let's see. The Umbrella Academy, written by... If it ever decides to load. Uh, created, written by Jared Way, who I don't know. Yes. And he is a singer. My Chemical Romance. My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Bingo. There we go. I knew there was a connection. It, very, it looks very much like My Chemical Romance, the art stuff from it. Okay, um, sure. Apparently super popular. People love this this comic. So um, right, cool. glad to see it's, yeah, it's becoming a Netflix series. Good for them. Oh, absolutely. Um Cash Cab, um, game show returning to Discovery Channel uh, at 10 p.m. on Monday, December 4th. I love this news. I just threw this in there because this makes me happy. I love that show. <laughs> yeah. And the, oh, yeah, it's the, a good show. And the thing that I didn't realize, the host is also a stand-up. And he, he's got a special. And he is funny. Oh, okay. He is absolutely is it on Netflix? Hilarious. It's on the – no, I saw it on the – oh, hell, I don't remember where I saw it. But it's not – I don't know if it's streaming oh, okay. anywhere. Uh, guy's name is Ben Bailey. It's called Road Rage and Accidental Ornithology. Oh, that's great. It's <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Because the dude – I didn't know this. That guy is tall. Mm-hmm. Like six, six tall. Oh, yeah. Like he's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, 
We'll get into some video game news. Uh, did you see that GameStop temporarily paused the I, unlimited use games program? Yeah, I had I had pulled that up actually just a, a couple minutes ago. Yeah, evidently their computers are too outdated to handle it. <laughs> well, yeah, they run like pawn shop computers. So uh, yeah, on, uh, with you know, I mean, they they're probably still loaded with DOS. Like right. they're you know those things haven't uh, been updated since the days of you know Hollywood Video probably. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. But so yeah, um, that's that's gonna be on hold till Christmas now, which sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably like there's been no like we'll have it up and running by, but you know it's gonna be end of the year. Oh yeah. Ugh. Um. Oh man, I just saw that Rocket League is now out on the Switch. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm curious how the controls are gonna be though. That's my concern now. Now that I had Doom, probably wondering... fine. Like, have you played Mario Kart on the Switch? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's tempting. It's only like fourteen bucks, or I think. Oh man, probably do, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun game. Oof. Um. All right, so uh, some video game news. <laughs> Niantic, a company behind Pokemon Go, developing an AR game based on the Harry Potter franchise, a game to be titled Harry Potter Wizards Unite. And release on uh, release in 2018. As soon as Pokemon Go was released, the entire internet went, "We want a Harry Potter one," immediately. Oh, yeah. And it took them what two years? Uh huh. And now they're saying, "Yep, you're gonna have one." Cool. Well, there you go. Excellent. I'm wondering if it's gonna have the same cultural impact. I doubt it. It's not gonna be yeah. near as big. But right. I I think this is gonna be like more subdued, kind of like everybody kind of plays it, but there's not a giant mad rush to to do oh, yeah. it. Uh, well, I know I, we're gonna be playing it. Oh yeah, oh hell yeah, crazy with it. But I, I no, um, I I think this will definitely have legs. You know, it'll yeah. be it'll be like Pokemon Go was in the beginning. All you know, like everybody's gonna play it, and then it's gonna taper off. You know, it's yeah. it's just gonna be how it goes. Um, but I, I'm curious to see exactly what it's gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> same here. Um, man, yeah, I got a new phone for Pokemon Go. Probably have a new one for that one too. Was <laughs> it 2018? Yeah. Yeah, I got to upgrade. But man, that's that's cool. Um, we got uh, EA announced UFC three February second, two thousand eighteen release date. Yeah, cool. You know, uh, that's a lot sooner than I was expecting, really. But yeah, I had for I forgot when two even came out. So you know, yeah, how much attention I was paying. That's a game a lot of the wrestlers play. Yeah, because uh, I know a lot of yeah. them played Mad. Oh my God, did you see uh the last Madden video uploaded to Up Up Down Down? No, no, no. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's oh, yeah. it's it's so good, and you won't like you're gonna it because of who's playing you're gonna look like the whole thing is great but especially by the end it's just amazing it's so oh, wow. it's so great <laughs> yeah i gotta check it out man yeah um i love watching them because they get they you know i mean they go you know they madden it like they go hard playing madden like you would expect and it's always funny oh yeah absolutely um let's see here we got um respawn entertainment ea acquires titan told titanfall developer yeah ea bought respawn so you know that franchise is now screwed oh. well <laughs> I, I it only makes sense i, I well I, 
EA didn't have to buy them. They 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 produce all they publish all of their games. Right. It was. I mean, it was basically a formality, more or I less. I think what happened. Here's my theory, and it's not my own. I heard this from a lot of other people too. So just want to throw that out there. Um, they just they just destroyed Visceral. They just buried it. Right. Yeah. Rumor is that they looked because Respawn is making a Star Wars game. We seem to forget about that. I do at least. Yeah. True. Um, they're, they have a Star Wars game in production right now, a single-player Star Wars game. Um, uh, rumor is is that they looked at what Respawn was doing and was like, okay, you guys are doing it right. Um, and they looked at Visceral, and it was a mess. Um, it would, it would, it, rumor is, is this was them putting their ring on the finger. Yeah. They put a ring on it with them. They were like, okay, let's make this official. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, They saw what they were doing with the Star Wars game. They loved the, the Titanfall franchise. Um, they saw the Titanfall numbers just did not do good. They're, they're, whatever whatever reason, those games don't sell. And those games are fantastic. They they're are really good, games. yeah. But as much as you tell people that, it's not Call of Duty to them. So they don't care. They, yeah. they put their nose up at it. Um, if they but, had, if they had just found a way to brand it Mech Warrior instead of Titanfall, I guarantee you that would have driven up sales. Yeah, like yeah, change, yeah. change nothing else, just yep. the name, and it would have sold better. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh yeah, so I'm excited uh, for them. I hope you know, uh, you know, like you said, we we could totally be cynical about it. This it's <laughs> EA loves ending studios and i hate that yeah uh but i i hope i hope they thrive i um, i wish them all the best i do yeah i i yeah. can't wait because they were they were re- they were both really good titanfall 2 especially was yeah was a big improvement over the first one i thought well apparently apparently ea had the first something doing something to do with the contract that that other studios i think they yeah that's what i heard it was on giant bomb or something other studios were sniffing around them and they were going to acquire them but because of their relationship some contract ea had the ability to uh to act first or whatever or to to offer or something like that um and that's what they did they made it official and because i think other studios were sniffing around them going like hey what you guys you guys got something going on over there yeah um uh, some huge injustice new- two news. This just <laughs> made this, my day. This was amazing because I didn't see like I went into that trailer totally blind. I was oh. lucky to miss the like the announcement. I just saw like oh it's you know fighter pack three. Okay great who's in it? And you see the atom. Okay well, that's kind of cool. And enchantress. Okay great. And then who's the third? And then as soon as you see the trench coat and the hat, you're like oh. no no it's not that can't no. That can't be. And right. sure enough, I I was floored. I, he throws his sigh on the ground. That's when I knew. I was like, oh, my well, God. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I thought, you know, I couldn't really see what it was at first. And then the closer it came, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. But I, I wasn't thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles in a freaking Injustice game. <laughs> oh, and apparently it's all four of them at once. I okay sure. He, he says like we work as a team. We fight so, as like, a team. I, I don't know if you you go in and out between them. Um. Oh my god, that <laughs> oh shit. I I like, could they I, went there. I couldn't believe it. Like as soon as as soon as I saw like walking down the alley, I was like, I know that outfit, but it can't be. <laughs> it just it absolutely cannot be. It makes even for this like you have. You, you, I, no, I don't believe this. And then, and then it comes off, and I thought, yeah, these crazy sons of bitches did it. 
<laughs> I love the look of them. I hope that the trench coat and the hat and all of that is part of their costumes that you can unlock. Yeah. Um, uh, I need I need to play that game again, man. It's sitting on my hard drive. I think Hellboy's out now. Like, I need to jump in there and start playing with these characters yeah. that I haven't played with for a few months now. Um, I'm excited. I, I want more characters. I hope there's more fighter packs. Because I, I think there was three fighter packs for the expansion or the, the season pass, and that's what I have. Yeah. So... I hope they do more. I want more characters because that's just so much fun. Oh my god, the, the, that's oh, the, we don't have a Ninja Turtles game right now that's any good, and so that is fantastic. Um, speaking of fighting games, we uh got Tekken Seven Noctis from Final Fantasy Fifteen is coming as DLC in Spring Two Thousand Eighteen. Yeah, cool. Good for him. Yep. Um, there was a lot of, and I don't think this was on here. There was a lot of BlizzCon. BlizzCon happened. So there was a lot of news coming out of it. Um, we have our new, uh, expansion for World of Warcraft, uh, Battle for Azeroth. It's going to revolve around Alliance vs. Horde. Um, and if you haven't seen the cinematic, go watch the cinematic. Even if not, you're not a fan of Warcraft, it's, it tells it's- it's beautiful. It really it's is. beautiful, man. It's This is them, I think, going back to their roots because they have expanded out to the point where they've taken on gods and everything else. Where they're like, apparently one of the raids in the game is plays out like an RTS. Oh, nice. Which is, I don't know how that's going to happen, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah, and they've reopened like some old like original servers haven't they like old vanilla servers well yes so so the other one of the other big news is that it's coming this is uh the man they 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 basically it was just an announcement because uh what happened was a few years ago they shut down these illegal servers that were running world of warcraft uh vanilla or you know in some cases uh all the way up to the wrath of the lynch king or you know burning crusade and then wrath of the lynch king um which were to the two expansions um uh, they shut those servers down because they're illegal and whatever. But there was a lot of people playing them. So uh, Blizzard sees that there's an audience for this, and the outcry was massive. So because if you jump into WoW now, you are not playing the same game that came out in 2004, not even remotely close to it because no. the world has changed. The graphics have updated like three times now. The mechanics, everything that you do, it is a completely different game. And so a lot of people loved Maybe they have rose-tinted glasses, but they loved Vanilla WoW, where you could spend a month or two trying to level up to level 60. There, all of the all the conveniences that they have in the game now, like looking for group and all of that, did not exist. You had to go into a chat and you had to look for a group and group up that way. Um, it did not have a service where you just click find group and it, it puts you in a group and suddenly you're doing that activity you need to do um or the the, the raid or whatever you were trying to do uh i i think it's great i think a lot of people are going to go play it for a few months and then back out because they realize it's i mean there's a reason it's moved on from that um don't get me wrong i'm going to jump into the vanilla i'm going to look and i think it's just going to be service too i don't think this is going to be any extra cost they haven't announced that yet but i I can almost guarantee that it is going to be just here are some vanilla servers, you know, jump into them and you can jump back into Baron's chat if you're a horde and stuff like that. Like it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of quests and levels and stuff that you just can't do now that that was back then. Because the, the thing about this game is 
all of these games nowadays are trying to be considered living games. None of them are truly living like the World of Warcraft and evolve and 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 change and yeah. and it's literally a world that with updates and things the world changes itself like the barons broke in half and is and is and is destroyed and you know all this crazy stuff so uh so it's going to be interesting those are two of the big news um starcraft 2 if you have a pc it is going to be free to play uh today uh november 14th so wings of liberty 2 is now free as of today uh so you can go and play it to your heart's desire um if you purchased the wings of liberty you will receive heart of storm uh at, with no additional charge um I have all three uh, of them, so whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but it's free to play. So, hey, if you're wanting to try an RTS, uh, StarCraft 2, the first StarCraft is, is free. The remaster is like 10 bucks. StarCraft 2 is now free to play as well. Um, there was some other news like uh, 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 Hanzo is going to Heroes of the Storm. Hearthstone's new expansion uh, is... Uh, is coming out. Um, let's see here. What else was there? There was a new character added to Overwatch and a new map called Blizzard World. Have you seen this? I haven't, no. The Blizzard World map is basically Disney World, but with Blizzard properties, and it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so cool. Um, and Moira is the person coming to Overwatch, um, which is really cool. People are excited for it. So BlizzCon was cool. I was hoping for like a Hearthstone announcement for the Switch or something like that, but we right. didn't get anything. Ooh, I was that would be for, cool. Oh yeah, I was hoping for maybe Diablo three for the Switch. Didn't hear any of that. Um, I don't know. I, I was hoping for or like a new Diablo or a new StarCraft. I imagine those are coming, but won't be announced for a few years uh, or a year out or so. Because uh, those two franchises are in need of something new now. Warcraft gets it every few years, so that will stay the same. But StarCraft and Diablo, there, there hasn't been a new one of those for a while now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was BlizzCon. Um, let's get into Game of the Year, shall we? Do, do you want to do that, or, or do you want to save them for last? Cause like, we I, could save those for last. Yeah, because yeah, I, I want to get through some of this other stuff, because I don't want to go out on a down note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we'll do the etc. and then the the okay. the creeps of the week, and then we'll do game awards. We'll end on some happy stuff that way. Um, Sounds good. This was some bonkers huge news. Brian Michael Bendis is going to DC. Yes, this is like when Kirby went to DC. Yeah, it's 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 arguably on that scale. I mean, he he has yeah. the second highest what like what is it like creation level or whatever he's done the most for marvel since kirby yeah and now exactly. he's going to dc that's i mean this is huge yes uh, i mean if you were reading ultimate spider-man if you were reading uh anything avengers you know uh this man has shaped it for the last 10 years or so uh since avengers disassembled um yeah he, well i mean he he created the ultimate universe he, he, yes i absolutely. mean that's you know and i mean that was 20 years ago yes miles morales um just so much stuff bendis he's had his hands in everything marvel these uh for, for forever now um, and this this is so huge. This is mass. There was so much massive news in the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> and in the comic book world, this is about as big as it gets. 
Um, so he signed a multi-year exclusive deal with DC Comics, um, which means I'm curious, like, what does this mean for Powers and stuff like that? Um, some of the properties that he he technically still owns. Um, but let me ask you, uh, if you could get him on any book or series or multiple books, what would it be? I think he would do really well on something. I, I think he could do a Teen Titans book really well. I think he'd be good at Teen Titans. I think so. my pick because the book that needs it the most right now is Justice League. I that would that was going to be my second choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see him on Justice League because we've seen what he's done on Avengers, and a look at the Justice League with him would be awesome. You're absolutely right, though. Teen Titans would be great. Bendis loves to write dialogue, and 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 the drama just in dialogue and just like having conversations. And uh, Teen Titans, I think, would be perfect for that. Or or, uh, any... or like a or like Batgirl. Or something. Yes. When I when yes. I think of Bendis, I always go back to the Ultimate Universe, and I think of how well he did did younger characters. Yes. So I'm I'm always going to be looking at something like that. But oh, I right. you know, I would I I would absolutely love to see what he'd do with Justice League cuz yeah, his his Avengers stuff was phenomenal. So yeah. not god, he goes from from Avengers to Justice League, holy hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 what a time to be alive. I can't wait to see what he does um, you know. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, Snyder's I think after Metal, he's going to be done with Batman. Who knows? He could totally do a bad book. Could you imagine to. a Brian Michael Bendis Batman? Yeah, or I... Superman. Like it, it, it's oh, the possibilities are endless. I'm sure uh, at the at the end of the his career, he'll touch all of them. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's man, this is a huge blow for for Marvel. They just they oh man, I feel bad for him because at heart, I'm a Marvel kid. Yeah. I, I grew up. Marvel was my comics that I read and now it's all towards I read almost exclusively DC I've been I, I've been off of comics for about a month or so now just because it's video game season it seems like but <laughs> but, but but uh yeah like I saw that uh adult Jean Grey's back I need a, yeah I need... she's she's got a team uh X-Men X-Men Red it's her and uh X-23 and Namor and like it's a it's a weird bizarre team. It, it, How at did least, she come back? I, they don't. They haven't explained yet. Oh, uh, okay. So it actually hasn't happened in the comics yet. I so far as as I as I read, they were like, and when she comes back, I was like, oh, so she hasn't yet. I don't. I, I don't know. But. Uh, yeah, the team's a little weird. She looks like a f- female version of Omega Red. Yeah, and I think maybe that's why they're calling it X Men Red. Like I think maybe there's an illusion there. Maybe. Oh wow! Because she does have that same kind of armor. Yeah, maybe the Russians brought her back. Who knows? I, hey, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I need to get back. I need, I need to. I'm gonna go down to the shop, uh, maybe today on the way to go see the movie that I need to go see, and uh, maybe I'll see it after. I'll go there after the movie. I'll be all pumped and ready for comics. There's um, a good idea right there. And be like, give me a starting point here where I can jump on and pick up because I'm all about DC. Been reading DC for a while now, but I want to get back into Marvel so desperately. And that's that's the sad thing is like, I'm sure I'm not the only person. I'm sure there's a lot of other people who love Marvel and they're like, just give me something to latch on to. But yep. So anyway, in other news. Uh, Jack Swagger from being a former world heavyweight champion in WWE uh, 
has signed with Bellator to for his MMA career, which whoa, okay, <laughs> you know, good for him. Uh, he's doing the whole, you know, Alberto Del Rio CM Punk route of like, well, that didn't work. Let me try re- like actual fighting. So did Del Rio do that? He did he for a little while. Um, he was, bit, uh, I'll, I'll say mixed results. Um, okay. It wasn't a fantastic career. That's why he came back. Is him and Paige still together? I don't think so. Their social media is so separate now. Yeah, but it's bizarre. I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to get too soap soap (laughs) opera. Yeah. But I thought she was going to be back at Raw last night, but she wasn't. It's a bummer. Well, I think think she's going to be there tonight. Um, Dude, you know who else is going to be there tonight? Who? You know who else is going to SmackDown Live as the go-home show before Survivor Series oh, live are. in Charlotte, North Carolina tonight? Fucking me, yes. baby. I am there oh, tonight. Charlotte has to win tonight, right? I uh, Well, she lost the last time they were in Charlotte. She lost the title to Sasha Banks because they were I on want- Raw last year. You're right. They it's it's not technically her hometown, but that's her hometown, right? It's, it, yeah, I, it pretty much. I mean, name. this yeah, this is the heart of Flair Country. It really exactly. is. So I mean, you know, I, I think she does because man, her versus Bliss would be amazing. Like that is a ma- you know that's a match I want to see. I don't care. Natalia versus Bliss is just I don't care. Well, I don't care I, about Natalia as champ. She's not interesting. I, I agree, and I, I I feel like WWE is finally in my head because I I don't like to be that guy. But about a month ago. Or whenever they announced the matches or whatever, yeah. I posted one of our groups. I was like, "Man, I want to see New Day versus Shield. I want to see Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte." And it seems like it might come true. Well, because it's um, what everybody wants. They're like, "We want yeah. this stuff that's actually gonna put butts in seats." Yes. And we're finally starting to get that. I, dude, if because here's the thing: if oh shit, because if Charlotte wins, then there's an open spot on Team SmackDown for the women's team. Yep, and I think that's when Paige is going to come That's out. Paige. There we go. Done. Signed. Book it. Oh. Yep. Yep. God. Yep. Oh, man. If that happens tonight, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to lose my head. Are you kidding? Fuck. Yeah, that's going to be my, great, man. I'm in, I'm in this section straight opposite the hard cam, but I'm up off the floor, so I don't know if I'll be on TV at all. <laughs> Oh, but, okay. Uh, Take a picture and show I, me. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, I'm going to post yeah. in our group because I'm wearing the I'm wearing yeah. this shirt for our uh, – Oh, when sweet. our when our wrestling group did the shirts, I got, oh, okay. I got one of those. So I'm gonna that's what I'm I'm gonna rep that tonight. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But, Hell yeah! But that's gonna be cool. Um, yeah, man. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'll be watching for you. Yeah. Um, play play. Where's uh, Waldo? Like like. Oh, sh- yep. there he is. Like, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it uh, should be good, man. It should it should be a good send off show. And yeah, man, that's this weekend. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, like this is this is the last show before Survivor Series. Raw yep. ended on a weird note. Yeah, like, I think oh, well, it was strange. the it was the Jason Jordan stuff, right? Well, it ended with with Strowman and Kane. Oh yeah, that's right. That yeah, was the watch. end. Like he power slammed Kane through the ring, and then they were like, you know, oh hey, isn't that a big spot? And people were like, yeah, we've kind of seen that a bunch lately. And then right. that was the end of the show. Oh, it was wow. it was the weirdest ending ever. Yeah, I was busy at that time yeah. doing stuff, and I remember being on TV, and then I remember like whatever that show is afterwards. I was like, oh, I guess it's over. Yeah, it was um, it was bizarre. Yeah, we got to 
they 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 found a neat way to write Jason Jordan off the Survivor Series team because nobody wanted him on there anyway. They they um, should have put that at the end because that was a big surprise. Yes, one. that that should have closed the show, which yeah. is not something I usually say about a Triple H segment anymore. But that it had more impact. It would have it it definitely would have been better than what they did. I don't want Triple H to be the bad guy anymore, though, because I, 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 we've seen him in all these shows with the Shield, yeah, and, and like and, and the house shows. I want a good guy, Triple H. Yes, yeah, not uh, gonna, not gonna happen. I would love that, and him, like him and his wife beefing, where like she comes out and he's like, no, 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 no. and yeah. like I want them to beef. Like she's a McMahon, so this is how she runs her show, and he's like, no, you're ruining it. Like this is how it's gonna be. I would love Triple H to be a good guy general manager if, yeah. if Kurt Angle leaves. <laughs> Not gonna happen. It's this is oh, all building to to Triple H and Kurt right. at Mania, which I, oh, totally. I I'll take that. Hell yeah. Well, I think this is why Team SmackDown is gonna win at Survivor Series now. Really? I think Jason Jordan. Oh yeah, I think Jason Jordan is gonna go full heel, come in, whatever his his you know uh, he, he's gonna screw up his dad, and and they're gonna he's gonna lose the match for him. Yeah. You don't think and this you don't, is gonna be his full heel turn? You don't think we're gonna get a, a Zayn Owens run in? No, I think Zayn and Owens are aren't they in trouble? They're, they're, like, they were sent home, so I don't think they're going to give them, like... Well, but here's the thing. There's a lot of confusion about, like, did they... Were they being prima donnas, or was there a communication issue, or... Right. Like, they're not sure. Like, they're going to be back tonight, by, oh, by all reports. Oh, that's true. I guess we'll find out so tonight I, if... You know. If, well, if we see New Day completely bury them to the... <laughs> then we'll know if they're being punished. Yeah, right. Then it's going to be um, like, no, and you guys are off Survivor Series. <laughs> Totally. Right, right, exactly. Uh, so uh, that's going to be interesting. So I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I think I. I mean, why wouldn't you have Jason, Jason turn heel, uh, be like, ah, this is my one chance to be in a ring match with you, um, yeah. and and him go heel, lose it for them, and then and then uh, Kurt Angle will now blame probably Triple H for everything. Sure, you turned my family against me. Blah blah blah. I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what, Kurt, you're fired. Da da da. And, you know, Kurt causes trouble or whatever. Like I'm, I, I'm down for that. Like it's, 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 it's predictable, but it's okay predictable. Like it's right. still gonna be good. Um, and to see those two go one more time would be great. Like that would oh, be a yeah. hell of a match. Yeah. Um. Yep. But uh, I think that's it for the wrestling. Yeah. News. So let's uh before we get into the the game awards, we we do have to have have our this week in sexual harassment continued. Um, right. Matthew Weiner, the co the uh, creator of Mad Men, uh, was accused by one of his uh, former writing partners, uh, Cater Gordon. Uh, they actually wrote an Emmy-winning episode, uh, "Meditations in an Emergency." Oh, geez, I didn't see this news. It's crazy. I so I mean, you know, that's it's 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 you know it's grossly ironic. I think. That right. the creator of Mad Men is accused of acting like one of the characters in Mad Men, basically. Right, right. Uh, so that sucks. We talked about Eddie Braganza. Um, Mark Schwinn, who is the current showrunner for The Royals, which I, 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 I think that's still on. I don't keep up with that that much. Uh, not uh, sure. He was, the, he, was, uh, he was formerly on One Tree Hill. That was his show before The Royals. Mm. And the entire female cast and a massive chunk of the crew what? signed a letter about accusing him of of just all kinds of sexual harassment 
the entire female cast was like, you did this, we saw it, we were subject to it, you're scum. Like, it's, it's like you created this work environment. And it even goes on to talk about how it made so many of the guys on set uncomfortable that they were trying to, like, if there were spots at a table, they would fill in the spots between the female cast members and him. Wow. Like, trying to create a barrier. And it's, like, that's how bad that, that it was, apparently. That's crazy. So they, yeah, the whole female cast signed this letter and a ton of the crew. Like, no, this, you did this. Like, that's... Damn. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Uh, George Takei has been accused by a, a model, a male model, uh, Scott Brunton. Uh, from back in the 80s, I think this was back in the 80s, um, that Takei oh, wow. had invited him back to his apartment, or uh, they went to one of their apartments. I don't remember exact details. Um, Brunton had a couple drinks and passed out and came to with Takei trying to get his underwear off. Oh, wow. Um, and this is especially bad for him in light of his response to Kevin Spacey's stuff. Right. Where he came out very, you know, this is, you know, how could you, blah, 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 you know, condemning it. And now, you know, you've got somebody turning around and saying, you hypocrite. Right. Uh, basically. And so, yeah, um, that one, that one sucks. Well, he, he came out and denied it, didn't he? He did come out and deny it. And then he came out and he blamed Russian Twitter bots for spreading the story which what? yeah yeah he he pulled up a couple of charts of like oh and you know my name is trending so much more now because uh, people in russia don't like the fact that i've been vocal right. about their leader's anti-gay agenda right so right. he's like he's not he's he came out and denied the story and then basically blamed the russians for pushing the story which yeah, is... I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm in two minds of this because we do have to take into consideration some of these stories might be false. Yeah. Like, there's no way to prove it. That's that yeah. old in the 80s. Well, but I mean, you know, how many times have people been? You know, how many times did people say that about Cosby? You know, no, that's true. It but happened. This is the only time I've heard about oh, George. It's not like it's not like he's got 23 people saying that oh, this has happened. Right, but I mean, you know does does it make it how much worse does it make it like isn't one well, a pretty shitty starting point to begin with but i think it's a i don't know i think you should look at it's i think that every one of these cases should be looked at individually because I, I they're very different like the one the the one with the the one tree hill obviously that was a problem they all can 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 corroborate or whatever that story that's that's something that that's very provable right and someone 80 years ago or i'm sorry 80 years ago but in the 80s one person it's hard to you know what i mean I, i'm not gonna i don't know i'm not going to hold george takai in the same level of of distrust you know especially i don't know someone like kevin spacey he came out and admitted to it um louis ck we'll talk about came out and admitted to it yeah, I don't know. I, I'm of two minds of it because you you can't just be guilty because 
because someone said that happened right, in but, the 80s. It, right, but in Takei's case, I think you can be guilty when a month ago on the Howard Stern show, you admitted to groping men. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he oh, like kind of reluctantly, sort of half-jokingly admitted that he was... He was... Uh, how did he put it? He, it, like, forcefully flirted basically oh, so i didn't hear any of that yeah his his defense was was to make sure he wasn't sending mixed signals he wanted people to be clear you know that's why he would grab them by the balls i just so, i hate for there to be like some false flags thrown out there you know I, what i mean like or I, yeah, or but i just don't... Add, just add, just i'm accusing you of something i have no evidence but fuck your career you know i i, I can see that happening very easily and i understand that but you know again and and i you know you know men in power gay straight doesn't matter like this i right. i'm not you know i'm the same thing like i i don't want this to be true because i really love george decay but you right. know you know i just think that's a slippery slope with some people though I, like you, you can't j <sighs> yeah but i don't think this happens just i don't think this is a common thing this is not like people don't just come out and uh, and randomly accuse people not really this is not a wide systemic problem Right. You know, this is this is people feeling like they can tell their stories. And, right. you know, this is, you know, and this uh, and this guy had said he had told this story before and people just kind of brushed it off. Mm. So, I mean, gotcha. this wasn't like something brand new that he just decided to tell people. He's been telling people, but nobody's been listening. And I, you know, I, and I don't think we should be setting a benchmark of like, well, you know, if one person accuses you, we don't really know. Well, but if it, multiple but I mean, people accuse you, like, I, I get it. If the idea guilty that by the jury of Twitter is what I'm seeing though with that, right? It's, it's... And and that is, it is a it is a problem. But also, you know, a better denial, you know, in terms of just you know it, the thing of coming back and then blaming. You know, it, denying the Twitter story is one thing, and, like and then awesome. and then saying I blame the Russians for making this story a big deal. You know, right. like Russian Twitter bots are why this story got so much press. That's right. that's where I'm just like, okay, now you're losing the plot a little here. Yeah, and that's... and especially given the the comments on the Howard Stern show, I'm like, I. Oh you yeah, know. see, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, I thought he just flat out denied it. Like these aren't true. He he yeah. did in that in that denial, but yeah. in in an unrelated thing about a month ago, before before all this kind of stuff started, you right. know, kind of admitted to 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 some practices that nowadays we would absolutely call harassment. Right. Right. Um, well, so, I mean, speaking of uh, like the see the Louis C.K. stuff, I've heard about. We've we've heard about this for years. Yeah, like we've we've heard accusations forever, but he's been Louis C.K., so people have just brushed it off. Right. Um, you're, you're too big in that world. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because even people like John Stewart brushed it off and made jokes about it, which I'm sure now he regrets. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, I would hope um, so. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but five women accused him of sexual assault. Uh, New York Times reported. Um, Rebecca Coy tells a story about it happening on a TV pilot, uh, which Courtney Cox and David Arquette produced, both confirming the story. Um, HBO removed his projects, right? 
Yeah, they dropped everything. Uh, Netflix has dropped everything. Like, every, you know, because he was doing FX. a second special for them, and they went, no, uh, FX dropped everything, canceled his contracts. Yeah. Like, it's all... And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, his and his statement was basically, I thought because I had asked that made it OK. Right. He because he had no understanding of the fact that they felt like they couldn't say no without right. their careers being in jeopardy. And that's, you know, I so I mean, that's it's it's one thing to sit there and say, yes, I did this. It's another thing to try to like half sidestep it that way and like i just didn't know it was exactly wrong like that's well he says that it's obviously wrong right like didn't he say that like clearly that's what he said yeah he said now i understand what i did was wrong but i mean that's and i you know it, it it also condemns the system you know it's like we've been talking about i i don't i don't doubt that in his mind because he actually asked, as he put it, that he thought that was all that was required, that he just right. asked these women who were subordinate to him, oh, hey, right. do you mind if I jerk off in front of you? Like, yeah. you know, not understanding that if that they felt like if they said no or left right. or something, they were in fear of their careers and their livelihoods and their reputations. And I, right. you know that's something that's got to be addressed too. this idea of like, no, this just, this is wrong. And, you know, not only do people need to stop doing it, but if somebody comes to you as someone in HR or as a human being in general and says, Hey, this happened, help me. Then it's, it's, then they're, they need to be helped. Like not, uh, I don't get it, man. He's got two daughters too. Like what, why would he think that is anyway? Okay. Just, like it's it's insane to me i don't know and i and you know i mean we know this isn't over you know every right. it every couple days we get we get more you know we get we get right. more every day i'm sure there there may have been some now since yeah. we've been recording probably right it's just yeah. it's it's i it's just it's disgusting that this that this has happened so across so many businesses for so long and is still going on today mm-hmm. that people think this is still okay it's it's it it, it absolutely baffles me yeah definitely yeah uh, it's it's crazy man uh before we talk about the game awards there was one fun piece of news uh illumination is talking with nintendo to do a mario movie yeah what <laughs> the minions people are gonna do a mario movie i'm down i'm yeah i'm totally down Make it, it animated. Make it look like Mario. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds good to me. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into the game uh, video game awards. Um, there's a lot, 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 lot to talk about there. Um, oh, holy crap. Oh, nope, sorry, I had to look at something real fast. Apparently, in the, uh, I was looking at the uh, an article for uh, all the awards Kotaku has, and uh, it showed a Han Solo... I don't know if I should spoil this. Never mind, I'm not going to say anything. Um, Han Solo looks a little bit different in Battlefront 2 in, in, in some scenes, uh, but you'll find that out. I'm, um, I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
but okay, so the video game awards. So there's a lot. Where should, should we start at the bottom and work our way up, or I, start at the top? I, I that's a, that's your call, man. You tell me. Let's go to the bottom. Are you on the website? Yeah. So the bottom would be like uh, best Chinese best game. best Chinese game, um, which I think is just awesome that that's a category. I yes. know I know absolutely none of these games. Uh, oh, are you kidding me? Monument Valley Two, go download that right now. That's I was gonna say that's not true. I am I have heard of Monument Valley Two. Oh yeah, Monument I, Valley Two and Icy Icy's cool too. Icy goes places. Okay, neat. Icy's I, very. You think you're playing like a side scroller, cool shooter shooter beat 'em up thing. And then it starts asking you about stuff, and then suddenly it knows your name, and oh, it takes your Steam information, and like, it gets fucking weird. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like it's like, oh, hi, Adam. And then it puts it like, and then like you're in a computer, and it's fucking weird. Icy's cool. Um, nice. Yeah, it's, and these are these are to be fair, these are not games. These are not exclusively games made in China. It's just the the Game Awards people in China voted for these games right 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 um but yeah they've got monument valley 2 uh and a couple that are chinese that i can't pronounce uh icy king of glory uh but cool i I just i think it's awesome that this is a category yeah definitely definitely um monument valley is fun man if if uh, i don't know if the first one's free yet um it's definitely worth the price of whatever it is it might be like five bucks or whatever the first one's amazing the second one is even better uh it's just a, it's a puzzle game and it makes you really think and makes you want to throw your phone against the wall sometimes but <laughs> it's uh it's very clever it's very beautiful it's it's a nice one of the best hands down one of the best uh um mobile games there is nice yeah um the best debut indie game presented by uh, was it Schick Hydro? Presented by <laughs> Schick Hydro. I love that. That's the full title of. Jesus Christ, uh, uh, Slime Rancher, which I hear is fun. Mister Shifty, uh, Hollow Knight, Golf Story, and Cuphead. I think it's going to be a toss up between Golf Story and Cuphead. I, I do too. And um, I think I, I and I think Golf Story just might take it. It might. Golf Story is amazing. Um, yeah, I think Cuphead will take some other awards, but Golf Story is so much fun. Holy cow, is that game fun? That's a game I need to get back to. It's, see, that's a problem with all these big AAA games coming out. Is it's being these other games are being swallowed up? Yeah, yeah. We got a uh, best esports team. Uh, team Liquid, Telecom, Team Telecom One, Lunatic Hal, Phase Clan, Cloud Nine. Now, let me ask you: Have you heard of any of these? Nope. I don't, I don't follow esports at all. Oh, uh, Phase Clan is super popular. That guy, he's like a big YouTuber. Uh, phase banks or whatever um uh and team liquid team liquid wins a lot of shit um so my money is on either it's going to be team liquid or team phase because phase is like a call of duty clan okay uh first person shooters um uh best esports player um oh man you want to take these (laughs) i'll give it a shot uh uh kuro kurokai salehi takasomi uh, Jae Hong, Ryu Jae Hong, Ryu, Nikola Niko Kovac, Marcelo Coldzera David, Lee Sanghyuk Faker. Have you heard of any of these? Nope. <laughs> I've heard of um, uh, Faker and uh, the Ryu guy from Overwatch. Um, 
those two people. I've seen them. Um, but no, I don't know any of the other people. Um, best esports game. So we got Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota 2, uh, CSGO, and Overwatch. You tell me which one this could go to because I could pick any of them. I um, think it's going to go to League or Dota, but my favorite out of those would be either Rocket League or Overwatch. Yeah. I think um, – I, well, I take that back. I think League or Overwatch will win because those are the two most popular. Yeah, I was going to say, I think my money's probably on Overwatch, but, yeah. you know, yeah, it could go It could go either way there. Oh, yeah. Um, trending Gamer, um, Steven Soffen, um, Mike Gretzky, which is Shroud. Um, oh, the two-time Dr. Disrespect himself. <laughs> oh my god can i just talk about dr shrek for a moment you talked you talked a little bit about him i think what last week or week before oh he's so good <laughs> he's hilarious he has like this speech that he says he's, he says he's six eight with 37 inch vertical leap he's a two-time back-to-back 1993-1994 blockbuster video game champion of the year he's the man behind the high level google prototype scopes the scopes have built in 1080p led lcd 480 sony technology He's the man behind the Ethiopian poisonous caterpillar, a.k.a. Slick Daddy, which is his mustache. Uh, he is the face of Twitch. <laughs> and I, I, he says all of that, like, but that's that's he's he plays a character yeah. and he plays it so well. He plays this character of this like fast action, high velocity. You know, he's the stereotype of like, whoa, let's go. Like, uh, um, but he's fucking good. Nice. Uh, guy being he actually worked for sledgehammer for call of duty he built half the maps on advanced warfare uh solaris which is one of the most popular maps in call of duty history um so he knows his stuff he's really good at video games but on top of that and what the most important thing on twitch is he is so fucking entertaining he's entertaining because, that's it yeah he'll hop in with random people and do duos and a lot of people know who he is and they're like oh my god i'm playing with dr Swain. but a lot of people don't and you know the the way he talks to them, he never he's is as much as his name is Doctor Disrespect. He never puts someone down. Like he he won a, a streamer of the year on some Twitch award like a week ago, and his whole speech was about how, uh, in character too, he was talking about how, you know, he did this to entertain. He started this just to have fun, and he gets messages from people saying, "Hey, Doc." You know, I'm going through a lot in my life right now, and you put a smile on my face. Or, hey, Doc, I was going to kill myself last week, and I saw some of your videos, and they made me smile, and they made me, like, change the way I started thinking about some things. Just for that moment, I was happy, and it took me out of a dark place, and now I watch you regularly. And he's like, it's, it's, it's moments like that that really matter to him. And so, like, he's a totally cool guy. Like, it, it, his... He's never like he never puts people down unless it's like in some stupid funny way or whatever. Um, but he, you know, he's I don't know. He's really he's really a cool dude. Uh, nice. He's not toxic or like a lot of other streamers and shit are toxic and bad. As much as his name is Doctor Disrespect, he's a totally cool dude and he does it all for comedy and he he he, he has fun with people. Um, but yeah, man, he's he's great. Uh, the other one, Clint Lexa, which is half coordinated. I've never heard of him. Um, and Andrea Renee, which is in What's Good Game, she also does one of the kind of funny shows. Um, 
I think Dr. Disrespect is going to run away with this. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was a, that's an open and shut case. Uh, best student game. Now, this is going to be voted on like from people like uh, Kojima and stuff. Oh, uh, nice. yeah. Um, so some of the games are Meaning, Level Squared, and uh, Impulsion, Falling Sky, Hollowed from Light. So, uh, yeah, some student games look cool. Nice. Um, best indie game. Uh, Pyrie, Night in the Woods, Cuphead, or, or Prior. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Uh, what <laughs> Remains of Edith Finch and Hellblade, uh, Sinta's Sacrifice. Uh, have you played any of these? No, I haven't. I've played Cuphead and Night in the Woods. Uh no, actually, I haven't played Cuphead. What am I talking about? So just, have I? I don't know. Have you? <laughs> I I have it, but I don't think I've played it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Night in the Woods is cool. I don't know. I think this would go to Cuphead. Probably. Yeah. My money is Cuphead. Uh, Night in the Woods is pretty cool. It's very different. It's very, it's very cool. Um, I don't know. You play like a cat. You come back into town. You leave after... Uh, I don't know. Like you leave, you, you go off to college, but then you come back and like you're running into all of your old friends in town. And I don't know. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, most anticipated game. Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead Redemption, Monster Hunter, Spider-Man, or God of War. I could see this going a couple different ways. Oh, yeah. Um, if, I've, if I've got a bet on one, um, uh, oh, in so many different directions. Too. I could I could pick three. I could easily pick three here. Either Last of Us, Red Dead, or Spider Man. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, people are kinda like low key hyped about Monster Hunter. And yes. I, you know, PS people are like are are just like, Oh sweet, God of War, you know. Like Well, that's... how crazy is it three of those are exclusive to PlayStation? Yeah, they are, aren't they? Shit. <laughs> Yeah, like that—that's <laughs> that's, that's well, PlayStation's and I, killing it. And I think that's just because Xbox didn't really announce anything, right. like like first party. You know, like if there was a Halo on, if Halo Six was on here, it would it would run away with this, no question. I don't think so, man. Like, I, I think first of all, Red Dead Redemption people are fucking stoked for. That's true. Um, that's very Spider Man. I everyone I talked to, that's when they watched E three. That was the game where they were like, "Yep, I'm playing that." Like, there's no question, Spider new Spider Man game. Yeah, and and God of War, I think, really surprised people because it broke away from the, uh, the the craziness uh, of like, let's just go cut and rip and tear. And it's like, Oh no, I got a son. And like, right. There's like more, that. there's yeah. There's actual, like there's more story sure. to it than just I'm out for revenge and we'll kill everybody. Right. Exactly. They did to him with like what they did with Wolfenstein. You know, that character is just, yeah. It well, looks Blaskets or whatever. I was going to say, it looks like they the, injected a little bit of the last of us into God of war. Yes, Exactly. And, and, and on top of that, Last of Us, like that people that is fresh in people's minds, especially yeah. in the last few weeks. But like that. Yeah, I think anyway, my bet, um, I think Spider-Man or Red Dead Redemption, I think we'll get it. Um, yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah, man. I, I think everyone wants a really good Spider-Man game. Um, Best multiplayer. This is going to steal it, I think. But there's Fortnite, Call of Duty, World of War Two, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8. Destiny 2, and the real winner will be <laughs> Player Unknown's Battleground. Yeah, this isn't even going to be close. Like, this is it's, no contest here. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think if any award Player Unknown is going to win this year, it will be this one. Yeah, and I think it'll be deserving because it's it's so much fun to play. Um, let's see here. Fortnite's coming up with it too. I mean, Fortnite is right there. If you're on a console, and you don't have a PC. Fortnite can be just as fun. Yeah. Um, uh, best sports racing game. Now, this is one where I haven't touched any of them. Um, I, I think you have. There's Project Cars 2, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018, NBA 2K18, GT Sport, Forza uh, Motorsport 7, and FIFA 18. The one that should win is Forza Motorsport 7. The one that will win is NBA 2K18 because always. Like, You if, think NBA would win? Yes. I think FIFA would win over NBA. No. No, those loot boxes, man. Hey, it doesn't matter. Not with no. ga- not with games like this. It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, a lot of people like Forza. That's that's one. Forza is. I mean, Forza is good. I love. I love Gran Turismo. It was yeah. one of my first like actual racing game franchises, and it was kick ass back in the day. But when Forza came along, it just owned it. Like, well, when I, like, when I went through the list here, that was the one I picked because that was the one that seemed – this is one of the categories I didn't play any of the games. So I was like, yeah. I'll pick which one that I've heard the best about. And yeah, it's it, it should be Forza. It will be NBA. Oh, lame, lame, lame. All right, best strategy game. Uh, XCOM 2, War of the Chosen. Tooth and Tail, which I heard is great. Um, I love the art style in that. Um, yeah. Total War, Warhammer 2. Halo Wars 2 and Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. I, I hope that takes it. Like, I think Mario plus Rabbit's will win. My favorite though has been Total War Warhammer 2. Yeah? That game is so much fun. You play as these rat people and like oh it's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, really? Cause guess, that, that looks like Tooth and Tail. Are you sure? Total War Warhammer 2? Yeah. You, have, okay. you play like this rat race and uh the first Warhammer game was orcs and um, humans and elves and stuff. Or this one, it is rats, uh, vampires. Um, there's like two different kind of elves, and then there's lizard people, which are like lizard people, but they like ride dinosaurs and they have dinosaur mounts, and they're lizard people. And they're, like their big boss guy is a frog uh, that sure. sits on a throne. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fucking wacky and, and crazy, and, and, and the rat people are the best because they're chaos. They're nothing but chaos. They, they are very weak, but there's they, you can bring them up from anywhere on the field. They just come up out of nowhere and surprise the enemy. It's the best kind of play style for me because I don't know what I'm doing, sure. so I just go fucking bananas, and they don't <laughs> know what to happen. Yeah, uh, and you, the elf race, one of the elf races. There's like the dark elf and then like the, the high elves. The high elves, there's not that many of them. But they thrive in chaos where I can throw so many uh, uh, soldiers at them and they just swiftly kill them one by one by one by one. So you like you have it's such a good strategy game. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, Total War Warhammer 2, it's so niche. It, Mario Rabbids is what most people played this year. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's Mario and it's, it's Rabbids and it's, it shouldn't work, but it's fucking phenomenal. Um, that one will definitely win. Uh, yeah, Tooth and Tail is something different. It's more like an RTS style game. With, with it does have rats and stuff in it. It's like a, uh, you know, like a, a, a revolution game or whatever. And you you play as like Russian rats or whatever. So I don't know. That uh, it looks cool though. All right, best family game. Yeah. Do, do you want the Nintendo game, the Nintendo game, the Nintendo game, the Nintendo game, or the Sega game? <laughs> 
Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Splatoon 2, Sonic Mania, Mario Rabbits, uh, Kingdom Battle, uh, Mario Kart 8, or Super Mario Odyssey. It's going to be Odyssey. I, mean, I think it's going to be Odyssey. If they meant, I don't know what they meant by family game. If they meant like co-op game, I don't know if that should win, but I, I, I clearly it doesn't because Mario <laughs> Odyssey is mostly single player. There's, yeah. It's it's multiplayer, but like you you play as the hat. As the second <laughs> yeah, I th- I think basically what they mean is like best family friendly game probably. Yes. You can sit down and you can play with your kid. It's got to be Mario. That's going to be Mario hands down. Best fighting game: Tekken Seven, Nidhogg Two, Mario vs. Capcom Infinite, Justice League. Uh, I'm sorry, Injustice Two, or Arms. It'll be Injustice Two. I think Injustice Two. That game is so much fun. I played that for so many hours earlier this year because <laughs> there was nothing else. Um, best role playing game. Now this is gonna be a toss up because we had some phenomenal role playing games this year. Oh, I've got you a winner. South Park, The Fractured Butthole, uh, Final Fantasy XV, Divinity Original Sin 2, Near Autonoma, and Persona 5. Okay. Persona 5 would – Persona 5 may be, you know, pound for pound the best out of all of these. Um, you could make that argument, that or Divinity, but Ooh. it's going to be South Park. I think South Park's going to win it. Uh, because the popularity, of course. Yeah, but it was also damn good. It may not, like I like I said, it may not be technically the best, but right. it it was awesome. It was a it was a great role playing game. It was right. it was it was an improvement on on the Stick of Truth. It was oh, exactly yeah. what a sequel should be. It was bigger. It was better. And that's you know i need I, to i need to play more of it uh, uh it's, it's, it's one of those that got swallowed up yeah I, I i spent too much time doing dumb shit during that when it came out uh divinity original sin man there's i've talked about that before that game goes places it does fun crazy things that other games just don't even come close to and and persona 5 as well if if you're looking for like a traditional jrpg game that that gets weird in Japanese. Persona Five is your game, and near Autonomo. I never played it, but people love that game. This, this category is these. These are all massive, massive games. Yeah, uh, the, well, for the respected he, audience. Yeah, I mean, near near Automata kind of suffered the same thing the first one did, which right. was like a lot of people didn't play it, but the people that played it loved the hell out of it. I was one yes. of them. I didn't play a lot of Automata, but I played the first near ridiculously. And it oh, would, yeah. and I freaking loved it, and so oh, yeah. when they when they announced the sequel, like I'm I am bummed I didn't get to play more of it, but oh, yeah. it was I was you know so I can understand why it's getting some love because the people that played it are are like holy shit this is great but it's it, it, you know it's another one of those things of like it, you've got to get into it to play it yeah. it's it's Absolutely. it's a little too weird to be casual yeah definitely um. Whew, so many good games. Um, best action adventure game: Uncharted, Lost Legacy, Assassin's Creed Origins, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Odyssey, and Hero Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I think I think Zelda's gonna win this one. I think so too. But that this is a category that no matter who wins, I won't be unhappy. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah, I, I think it's a toss-up between Mario and Zelda. Yeah. I think one of those two will win. Well, maybe they'll split the difference and go with, like, Uncharted or Horizons. Uh, Assassin's Creed is apparently a lot of people love, too. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's the one that has the least chance of winning because of the other ones. Maybe that or Uncharted. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's uh, it's crazy. But, uh. Yeah, it, the same year for Mario and Zelda has become an issue with a lot of these <laughs> awards. Yeah. And how many of them? I wonder if like Assassin's Creed wins that one because you know in any other year Legend of Zelda would take off or Mario would take off, but because you made people choose, they wind up splitting the difference and yep. something else like the third place game wins. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. Um, Best action game. Prey, Nier, no, or no. Nio. Nio, yeah. I actually have that game. <laughs> um, Destiny 2, Cuphead, and Wolfenstein 2. Of, of what I've played, I would go Destiny 2, but I have a feeling you might lean Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein 2 all day. Yeah. I, well, if not, if it doesn't win that, I think it'll win. And I don't know if it's even in the, in the category, but for story uh wolfenstein would definitely win um yeah uh yeah that i mean my 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 guess would be wolfenstein too just because that's just so much fun but it's the story that really the story is better than than the action in in that game um if that makes sense yeah yeah it makes it interesting um yeah so i don't know um yeah i think it's gonna i think it would be wolfenstein um Best VR AR game. Uh, I think there's one clear winner, but uh, there's Super Hot VR, Star Trek Bridge Crew, uh, Lone Echo, Farpoint, and Resident Evil Seven. Um, I think the winner is going to be Super Hot VR. I think so too. Um, or Star Trek maybe, but Super Hot is man that that game is perfect for VR. You know, here's the funny thing. I made a lot of jokes about Star Trek Bridge Crew. I've seen so many people play it. Like yeah. it's genuine. Like it really took off. And yeah. Oh yeah. I, so I'm, you know, Hey, I'm always happy to be wrong. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's... I, I think for sure it's going to be super hot VR. Um, yeah. it could be resident evil seven. And I say yeah. this because it was like, I was surprised at how good that game was. Yeah. I was legitimately surprised and it was creepy as hell. I think most people were. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a good game. Um, let's see here. We got best handheld game, uh, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, Monster Hunter Stories, Monster Hunter Stories. I never saw that. Um, <laughs> Metroid: Samus Returns, uh, Ever Oasis, and Fire Emblem Heroes: Shadows of Elantria. Uh, it's going to be Metroid. I think so, too. Monster Hunter Stories, what's that? I don't know. Is that on 3DS? Yeah, I, it would have to be. Monster Hunter Stories. I imagine they did like a... Well, because you know how... Um, what am I thinking of? Well, because... Like riding fi- a dragon. Because <laughs> like Fire Emblem always has like 10 different handheld spinoffs that nobody's ever heard of. 
Right, like Pokemon 2. No, I yeah, that's what I figured, but the art looked really cool in that. Yeah, though. I mean, the, yeah, the art looks great. But look, I'm with you. Like I like I think I vaguely remember hearing about it. It's like how many how many Final Fantasy spinoffs are there that nobody knows? Like that's true. you know, like World of Final Fantasy. Nobody played that. Handful of people, but like Oh, World of Final Fantasy was like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um what was the game that was so fucking cool? It was Monster Hunter. Drag was it Dragon Quest or Drag uh, Are you thinking of like the Minecraft version of Dragon yes. Quest? Yeah. Dra- it, that was Dragon Quest Heroes, I think. No, no, no. That's no, 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 no. that's that's the uh that's the one. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, Which one are you thinking of? Is it Dragon Quest Heroes? I think it is. I think Dragon Quest Heroes was the one where they like fight like the like those the, the that Japanese series where it's like a whole bunch of I don't, samurai on the screen at once. No, it's not a Dynasty Warriors game. Yes, Dragon Quest Heroes is the Dynasty Warriors game. Is it? Okay. Yes. Well then what the um, hell is uh fuck. Just Google um, just Google Dynasty or yeah, uh, yeah, Dragon yeah, Quest yeah. Minecraft. It's Dragon Quest game. Builders. That's Builders, it. that was it. And that was super fun. The, yeah. the sequel's coming out on the Switch. Oh really? Ooh, nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. That's kind of perfect for it. Um, where were we? Okay, yes, best mobile game now. Now this is for cell phones. Uh, Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey, Monument Valley 2, Hidden Folks, 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 and uh, Fire Emblem Heroes Shadows of Ventralia. Oh, that's on twice. Oh, okay, I guess it counts. Yeah. Um, I, my favorite's Monument Valley 2, but I bet people are going to vote for Super Mario Run. I think this, I think you may be surprised here. I think, I think, I yeah. think Monument Valley 2 actually takes it. Yeah, for for a mobile game like if this because of... this is not the average gaming public, like right. if if That's... this was an if this was just like a general awards show, if this was like the MTV Game Awards, you know, right. like then it would be Super Mario Run, no question. Right, right. But but these are people that are in the know and they've been playing these things. Right. So I yeah. I think I think Monument Valley Two wins. I do. Yeah, it's so good. Um, best ongoing game. Um, which is interesting. Uh, Warframe, Rainbow Six Siege. God, that's Overwatch. still a game. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, Overwatch, Grand Theft Auto Online, Destiny Two, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Well, there's a there's definitely a clear winner here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Battlegrounds is gonna win. I I think I think there's there's just no question given the the yeah. the the scope of it and the size of it that Grand Theft Auto Online just runs away with this. There's no <laughs> way it does. I I keep forgetting. This, fr- this is from like seven years ago now. Yeah, yeah, like, it totally could. Like um, GTA Five was was honestly what 2011. Yeah. It's in. It, I mean, it's nuts. It's crazy. Uh, but you know, more probably twenty. No, twenty twelve, I think. God. Whew. But That's still, like they they are still providing content for it. Like they're still keeping this nope. going. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's 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 gonna be PUBG. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it will be too. Um, games for impact, uh, which basically are uh, for thought provoking games, which with a profound pro-social meaning or message. Um, Please Knock on My Door, Night in the Woods, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Bury Me My Love, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Hellblade. Um, I think it's going to be Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods is what I played, so that would be my pick. I don't know what – I didn't play any of these other games. Yeah. I, I, I have no – like I haven't played any of these, so I couldn't tell you. I have Hell, no Hellblade clue. a lot of people like, so I don't know. Yeah. Um. 
Yes. Best performance. You want to take these because I'm going to butcher the names. Yeah, sure. I'll go for it. Uh, Melina Jurgens for Hellblade. Uh, Laura Bailey, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Claudia Black, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Brian Bloom, Wolfenstein 2. Ashley Birch, Horizon Zero Dawn. This, I, I, call it in the air. Like, this yeah. could, could honest to God, go anywhere. Um, yeah. And I'd be fine with it. Um, personally, I would go with Ashley Birch. Um, mm-hmm. That character is amazing. Yeah. And, and she sells the hell out of it. Um, she does. But, I mean, any of these. Like, here's another one of just, like, I... I, I I don't care who wins really because right. they 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 were all fantastic. Right. It's I interesting agree. to me. Do you, there's no you, you notice who's missing here? Who the two? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. What were they in this year though? I don't think anything. Yeah. And that's what's really curious. No Nolan North. No Troy Baker. Yeah. And when you you know you take them out of it, and who do you have left? a lot of female performances yeah and i i, I dig it man yeah. i really dig it oh definitely because those two always run away with it so I'd, I'd yeah like and of... and you know and deservedly so like you yeah. know it was it's it was it was my favorite troy baker joke somebody asked him how do i get into voice acting for video games and he said he said two things one buy a good microphone two wait for nolan north and i to die <laughs> and yeah. you know meant comedically but just the idea of you know they are in everything and they are that good right so, oh know, yeah but you know always I, I i always love seeing more i always love seeing them not nominated because that means i know i that means i don't really know who's gonna win right yeah absolutely man um yeah i don't know i think I think I think you're right about uh, Ashley's going to take it. I, that's that's who I'd like to see. It it could go to any of them, and I'd be yeah. fine with it. Oh, oh yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, best audio design: Destiny Two, Hellblade, Resident Evil Seven, Legend of the uh, Legend of Zelda, or Super Mario Odyssey. Now, not having played, but one of these, I can't really give you a great opinion. Um, I mean, Destiny's was great. Uh, well, and Resident Evil's was great too. But I've got to imagine it's going to go to one of the Nintendo games. See, this is where I feel ignorant because I'm so dumb when it comes to the difference between audio design and music and score. Score and music is like the sound, but audio design more is like what, like the noises of the world. Right. And stuff. Score, yeah. Audio design is basically everything that's not dialogue or music. That's tough because Resident Evil has some. It's creepy got, shit. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, yeah. So I Zelda's you know, cool, but I think I think I'd pick Mario over Zelda because of the just the the weird noises of everything you jump in and yeah. you make and the squishy and the. Uh, but Resident Evil, I don't know. That, I, that I might... would I would like to see Resident Evil win it because they really do, they really do set creepy very well, right. with the ambience and everything. Um, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sad if this went to, to Mario, which I think probably it definitely had more audio design production on it. I'm sure just, just based on the sheer volume of, of effects 
And, well, like and, when you, you jump on a guy playing a trumpet, it makes a trumpet noise. Yeah. Like, He's and like, I think it's, he makes the, yeah. like, I don't know. And it's, it's things like that where it's like, oh yeah, well, duh, you would, it wouldn't just stop. It would come to a crashing halt, you know? So right. That's... Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you jump on a guy playing drums and like, yeah, best score in music, Destiny 2, Cuphead, Near Automata, the Legend of Zelda, Mario Odyssey, and Persona Five. I and and again, this I is tough. I I couldn't tell you. I would like I liked Destiny's score, but it wasn't like it didn't really. I, I don't know. It felt almost. I don't want to say generic epic music, but it kind of did. Like it served its purpose. It was. Right. It worked great in the game, but it wasn't. It I didn't wasn't, walk away thinking about it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Cuphead, I, probably the same thing of like, oh, hey, cool. They did like old timey's cartoon right. music and did it really well. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I didn't play near, um, man, to me, it's a toss up between Mario, Zelda and Persona 5 because Persona yeah. 5 is that cool, jazzy, just Japanese, what is it? J-pop. Uh, yeah. Like jazzy J-pop. Like. Oh man, it's so stylish and so cool and so sexy. That's this is such a cool soundtrack. Mario, you know, you got that fucking Donk City, New Donk City song stuck <laughs> in my head right now. Oh man, the, and the, the the music in some of the levels they just take you back, and it's so good. Yeah. Um, uh, the Legend of Zelda as well. Like the music in that game is so awesome and. Yeah, to me, it's to me, it's a toss up between those three. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, this one. I don't know who's gonna win it. Um, maybe Persona. Maybe they split the difference between Zelda and Mario for this one. Yeah, they might. Yeah, best art direction. I think there's a clear winner with this. Um, but it's in a year where there's so many cool art, like arty games, like the, the colors and everything. Destiny Two, Cuphead, Zelda, Persona Five, and horizon zero dawn i mean here's the thing you know destiny looks like destiny which right. is which is which is in its own right awesome yes C cuphead has a it's has a win. style we haven't really seen in video games yeah i and, think cuphead's absolutely gonna win with art direction and that's he awesome um zelda of course you know just gorgeous just absolutely yeah. beautiful mm -hmm. persona looks like a persona game mm -hmm. and that's its own style and it's awesome but I think the dark horse here is Horizon Zero Dawn. You think? I think because what, you know, you watch that first E3 trailer way back and it's uh -huh. like, oh, this looks cool and it's kind of primitive and people are a little, what in the fuck is that giant robot dinosaur doing right, here? Right, and I, no, I agree. It's, I don't think it'll win. I, I don't think it'll, I think it'll go to, I think it'll go to Cuphead or Zelda. But yeah. I... If, uh, but don't be surprised if people remember, oh, you know what was really different and cool looking? The stuff right. in Horizon. So I, right. I keep your eye on that. It's, it's a long shot. I grant you, given especially given everything else that's that's in this category. All these categories are freaking stacked. It's insane. Right. I think outside of Destiny, the other games in this category, if any of them would have released last year, they would have won. Yeah. That's how. That's how Matt. Like this. I, honestly, I, I think this is the best year of video games. I don't think anything is going to come close. Uh, get, to uh, me personally. Yeah, we keep saying that, but you know, like every so often we get one where it's like, oh, and then look what Nintendo did, or something. You know. Right. 
Yeah, like I'm going through this list and like we've got two Mario games that are fantastic. Yeah. Um, very different. We got a Zelda game. Um, you know, you know, we got awesome fighting games. We got uh, these the, the strategy games just blew me away, like Total Warhammer, um, and and the uh, the RPGs like Divine the Divinity, uh, like just fucking crazy amount of games uh the the nintendo games the 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 battlegrounds uh games that i still haven't played yet like cuphead and near and the games that like persona 5 just i can't think of another year that was this stacked um but hold on let me get back to where we're at (laughs) best art direction yeah i mean i i think cuphead is gonna win persona 5 is the most stylish game i've ever played i just haven't played cuphead um Zelda, man, that's oh, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. Um, best narrative. Okay, so this is the one I think Wolfenstein is gonna win. But it's uh, the choices are Wolfenstein, What Remains of Edith Finch, Near, Hellblade, and Horizon Zero Dawn. I yeah, yeah, I'm all right with that. I think it will because it's it's those moments that you walk away from and you're like just fucking mind blown smithereens um it's so good um but yeah so yeah i think that one will take it uh best game direction now see what's the difference between that and the what's the difference between that narrative narrative is the actual story game direction is kind of the implement the overall implementation of we have we have a vision for what this game should be so now we have to execute it Okay. We got Wolfenstein 2, Resident Evil 7, Legend of Zelda, Mario, and Horizon Zero Dawn. And I this this I, I think this goes to either Mario or Wolfenstein. Yeah. Because just because of what's unique in each of them. And I think maybe Mario edges it a little bit on that. Yeah. Because the idea of game direction is also it, is also on a technical level. It's also on on a gameplay level of you know, w- with with the hat mechanic in Mario, right? That's gotta walk a real fine line of being of going between hokey or just, excuse me, or just broken. Right. And... I agree. I, I, if I could mention Zelda for just a moment, go for it. What's awesome about Zelda and in Mario the same way is in Zelda when you get to anywhere in the game, and I've heard, I think I talked, I, I might have even talked about this a few hours ago. I don't know, but. <laughs> But when in Zelda, when you, the developers have talked about, and it's very true, at any point in the game, anywhere you're at, you can look around you, and there's something in the distance that's unique or different or something that you can go explore. Yeah. In every spot in that massive game. They did not want it to be a big empty world. They did not want you to feel like there's nothing to do or nowhere to explore. And I love that. I love that in any direction you look in that game, oh, what? there's a skull up on top of that mountain. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go explore that. You get to the skull. You do that whole thing. What is, is that? A sword down in a stone in the water over there? Okay, I'll go look at like. That's just. I can't even imagine having developed that kind of thing. Where anywhere you go in the game, there's something to do or something to see in the distance. Yeah, um, that's a good point. So yeah, I, I don't know. I I yeah. Oh, that this whole category is a toss-up for me, because <laughs> <laughs> the direction's awesome in Resident Evil as well, and same with Horizon Zero Dawn. Like fucking dinosaurs and 
robot <laughs> dinosaurs in the future? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. All right. And last but not least, game of the year. Zelda, Mario, PUBG, Persona 5, and Horizon. Zero Dawn. I, Mario. Like, it, it has to be. It's, I it's think a, Mario will win, yeah. It's a hell of a category, and... And I, you know, I love that Persona 5 is in this category. I yes. really do. I did not play it. Um, I had. So good. I, I really, it's the kind of game that, like, I can look at and admire and know that I'm just never going to get into. I've, I've been like that with all the Persona games where I'm just like, this looks awesome, but I know it's not my kind of game. And I've tried them and it's just, and it's just not. And that's fine. That's my own thing. But I can appreciate. I can look at them and appreciate. Like, yeah, this this deserves to be in this conversation. But I just i I think it's I think it's got to be Mario. Yeah, I think the dark horse will be PUBG. Possibly, because, yeah. And there's a part of me that would love that because it would make <laughs> people lose their minds. Oh my god! <laughs> they, they, oh my god! Twitter would freak out. Twitter like, would. And I think because this is based on people voting it's i think people are crazy enough to to bet on that that's or true. to vote on that that's um, true and there's and look there's a genuine argument to be made for it it would it would it would absolutely be an upset no question it would be an upset i think i mean personally i'll say this i've had more fun in PUBG than any other game this year and i've played all of these games yeah uh i i have had way more fun with my friends fucking the, the when you win chicken dinner i have not had that moment in zelda i've not had that moment in mario persona or horizon uh that that adrenaline rush that you feel when you when you have beaten everybody in the server and you i did it with the team the talking games team we're all cheering i fucking jumped out of my seat my headphones fell off my head because they got yanked i was so excited that experience in a video game is just it's hard to it's hard to uh compare or to describe uh at all because it's rare to get that and i didn't get that and the other ones are fun and i love where they go and they're they're beautiful games but that's why i think that might be the dark horse because there's 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 thousands of other people who had that same experience i did uh and will have now that it's going to be on Xbox. I think the I think the controversy is is that it's technically not out yet. But uh, wouldn't that be a hell of a thing? Like these these monstrously polished, amazing games get yeah. beat by a beta. Like <laughs> right. Well, it's not technically. It's not a beta. Um, well, but it's not but out yet. Like <laughs> it it 1.0 comes out this month though. I it's still not out yet. <laughs> yeah, but they know it's officially announced. It's released this year, so it's made. It's just like the the Academy Awards uh, or whatever. There, yeah, there's for, there's a, there's a time limit. Fair enough. It's it's fair making enough. that time limit, but and it's one of those things where this is the year that it's relevant. Next year, it might not be. It's probably not going to be as relevant. True. Very true. Uh, and and I, it would be sad for it to be overlooked because of a technicality. Right. Because, uh, to me, what does that what does that even mean again? Because most games these days. I just downloaded a patch for fucking Battlefront that was massive um, on day one. So, yeah. and the game changed massively on day one. So, I don't know. I, I what, what, what does it mean anymore to be uh, in, uh, in, 
what do you call it? Where I mean, I paid thirty dollars for the game, and nothing's changed. No stats have changed. I've kept all my stuff. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's one is not going to change anything except make it official. So I I don't know. I'm of two minds of it. Um, I I, I agree with you. I think Mario or yeah. Zelda. I I, th- I think that overall, in terms of if if you're looking at this from like an awards show perspective, what was the best made game of the year overall? It goes yeah. to one of those two, but yes. but but the thing is, what you just talked about is yeah. is the core of what video games are. Yes, and and so if and since this is fan voted, it's possible, and it would not be out of line. I know people would lose their shit. How did this beat Mario? Mario's best game made all year, but you don't have what you just talked about. And that's right. and that is an absolutely valid point. It's why so many I, I I can't take the Academy Awards all that seriously lately, since they were like we're gonna get on an indie film kick and these are the greatest movies made all year. That's fine. I know that something that hasn't come out yet is gonna win Best Picture, um, right. but for me it's gonna be Thor. Thor was the best fucking movie I've seen all year. Right. And from and it's going to be my favorite. It's my it's the most entertaining. It's the most fun. And right. and on on one hand, that's what movies are supposed to be. You know, you can have they are entertainment. You can present that a number of different ways. Right. That's why we have all these different genres. But but that's, you know, at the core of it, these these media are all entertainment. Yes. And you can you can be artistic and entertaining, you can be artistic and thought provoking, you can be thought provoking and entertaining, you can do this any number of ways. Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, so if, you know, basically this is my way of saying if if PUBG beats Mario and Zelda, I I'm I I'm going to I'm going to laugh and toast and and wish them all the best because they've earned it. They totally earned it's, it, I think. It will absolutely have been earned because it wasn't it's not some right. political garbage of like, well, you know, we decided to choose this because of blah, blah, no. blah. People had more fun playing it than that's what they picked. And if that's what they picked, then more power to them. Right, exactly. And I think any of these games, the same thing can be said for them. Like Persona 5, man, it's so fucking sexy and stylish. It's gotten me into JRPGs where things like Final Fantasy, I just haven't been able to get into. Yeah. Persona 5 was the game where I was like, oh, fuck, this is so cool. There's like a sex, there's like a demon sex thingy and you gotta uh, or, or what do you call it i don't know it's like some weird creature thingy uh there's all these weird i don't know it, i love that game all of these games i love uh but yeah like you said man it PUBG just it's that raw emotion that it gets out of you that you're just not expecting well before i played PUBG, i just saw streams and for the life of me i couldn't figure out why anyone would like that game it looks like an old pc game that's broken and whatever and i'm sure that's what most people's perception of is that doesn't touch it but once you get your hands on it and you start playing it and then you get to top you get to a top 10 scenario whoo your blood's rushing and you got the scope on and you you you, you, you might be dying a little bit the circle's getting closer and you, oh man there's no feeling like that that in, in video games right now because uh, it's it's not like call of duty where you just die and re- come right back and die and come right back and die and come right back uh it's it's crazy and i i think if if there's a dark horse it's PUBG. um but yeah i don't know it's a toss-up man it's i'm telling you right now it is the greatest year of video games i have no problem saying that um 
because other years it's like yeah there was a great uh, Zelda and Mario out at the same time and like maybe three or four games look at this list Wolfenstein Mario Zelda PUBG Horizon Zero Dawn Persona 5 Resident Evil uh, I mean Cuphead Destiny 2 which is okay um, look look at this list and, and tell me you know, that Uncharted game uh, Divine or Divinity Souls 2 or whatever um, I'm butchering these names real fast, but like, tell me there's not a better year. I mean, tell me what what other year could top these games? South Park, Fractured But Whole. Um, I can't I can't think of another one. Sonic Mania, Mario Rabbits. It's a hell of a year, man. Yeah, like this, yeah. and there's something for everybody. Fortnite, yeah, it's, it's these are all different weird games. Uh, indie games too, man. Like the Night in the Woods and stuff like that. It's, and that's why I don't think there should be. Uh, you got to have your rules. You got to have whatever. I think Game of the Year can be a a, a four hour indie game. I think Game of the Year can be something like PUBG as long as it's officially released. Um, you know, as broken as it is. Hell, I put I love broken games. Look at Skyrim. You know. Yeah. Skyrim's broken to hell, but fuck, man, that game goes places with you. You feel like I need to get back into that world and 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 slay dragons and do this and do that and get crazy. I, I think Skyrim is a clear, uh, clearly what inspired things like Breath of the Wild. You know, that's crazy when something like Skyrim inspires Zelda to do better and be better and go back to its roots. That that's you know, I don't know. I'll get off my uh, <laughs> my stool there, um, but uh, but yeah, man. I think that's it. I think that's wrapping it up. We've gone way over. I hope you guys are still with us. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Um, we'll be back on the N.FM very soon. Um, make sure you go to our Twitter at We Geek Podcast at the Logan Wit at Adam Estep. Email address. WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. Go give us a review. Rate us on uh, iTunes. And uh, we'll see you next week. Captain? Captain. Captain.